Your one chain on? My on air chain. You got it? Off the chain. No, go <laughs> off the chain. Welcome to episode 12 of the Blake Mayfield Podcast, episode 3, in conjunction with After Hours. Uh, we changed the name, uh, you know, in case you know you didn't hear. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alec is back with us today. Um, Steve is also here. I'm here with my new fresh white drip on. And um, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff, man. I'm really excited. The caffeine's starting to finally kick in. Um, I do want to start off on a somber note, unfortunately. Uh, rapper Nipsey Hussle was shot and killed in Crenshaw. Um, which is a district in Los Angeles yesterday afternoon. I want to say rest in peace and condolences to his family. Uh, he is survived by his wife, Laura London, and his daughter. Um, he was shot in front of his clothing store, Marathon, and as far as I believe, he gave some of that back to the neighborhood of Crenshaw, where he was from. Um, even though he came from a gang past and a gang life, and some of the content, I guess, in his music wasn't the best, um, I still think he's very talented. He was on his way up. He just got a Grammy nomination this year for his album that came out last year. That was really good. I was a big fan of that. But, um, you know, as far as the theories around it or whatever, as a conspiracy theorist, I don't want to do that right now. I feel like it'd be disrespectful to his family and his friends and people dealing with his passing. I just want to say rest in peace to Nipsey. Uh, we miss you. 33 years old. That's way too young, man. I, I, you know, that's just, that's insane. That's only 13 years away from my age, and that's just crazy. It's like he barely even was able to get ahead in life. Um, well, without further ado, I want to talk about Eli Manning with you guys. Um, Eli Manning is supposed to be getting another contract extension from the New York Giants. Um, terms, as far as years and money, is unclear at this time, but we've already totally crapped all over the Giants in past podcasts about how they have no direction and how terrible they are. What do you guys think about David uh, Gettleman giving Eli some more money, even though he hasn't produced since the last Super Bowl win, basically? Uh, New York franchises are uh, incredibly not smart. That's <laughs> is what I'm is what I'm gathering from this. That, I mean, this is a Knicks move, but they're same city, so they might as well be the New York Giant Knicks. He's probably talking to James Dolan about it. Like, yeah, yeah make sure you give Eli. They might be the same guy. <laughs> I've actually never seen him in the same room. <laughs> the same guy. I've never seen him in the same room. Maybe that's a new conspiracy for you. Uh, yeah, yeah that probably is. James, yeah. Dolan. James Dolan is David Gettleman. Or David Gettleman is James Dolan. <laughs> Maybe they're um, twins. Yeah, I mean, when I saw that headline, I, I was like, it, it was yesterday, so it wasn't April 1st, so I was like, this has got to be a pre-April Fool's joke, maybe. Um, but this is the most un-April Fool's joke, because I didn't laugh at all. No. Because it's, it's actually getting sad. No, it is getting sad. Because you traded away your best player. Or, uh, I'm not going to say your best player. Say Quan Barkley's there, too. So you, you could take either one. But you traded away basically everything, and you're keeping a guy who hasn't... Yeah, he's brought you two Super Bowls. But is it, other than that... He's not really done anything. Mm-hmm. He's not ever put up any impressive numbers. He's not really he's not really ever done anything. I mean, he, he got lucky in two Super Bowls versus Tom Brady, in my opinion. With and 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 that's not to knock some of those teams like Michael Strahan on on there and Tom Coughlin, who I think is a great coach. But, oh, see you, Minora. Yeah, there's some good. Uh, I think JPP was on one of those teams. Yeah, he was on the second one before he blew his fingers off. Uh, <laughs> rest in peace to. To half his hand, yeah. <laughs> Dude, his big old thing. Yeah, it's crazy, around. and it's crazy how good he still is. I mean, yeah. he's not—he's not what he was, but definitely, like, just to even—I mean, he's doing that. I, I mean, I can't do that. I can't do that with two functioning hands. <laughs> have you guys seen his hand? Like, have you guys oh, yeah. looked at it before? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's, no, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's nasty, terrifying. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, 
Just, just why? Well, my first question was, yeah, it was why, 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 why? Why are you doing this? Like, why set your franchise back even further? And I know they could still draft a quarterback and all that stuff. Maybe it's, but it's like he's already under contract. Why not just let that run out for another year and then let him go, let yeah. him retire. Yeah. Make him retire. Make him retire. Just tell him. He's not hey, going to play anywhere else. No, no one's going to sign him. I mean, he's he's the king of New York, if you think about it. And I think that's why they're willing to give him this money and let him live it out. Because he is the guy that has brought the Giants two Super Bowl rings in the last 15 years. I mean, you know, we always talk about New York, you know, being overrated and they don't know what they're doing. But I, I've never been in New York City, but I would figure those fans are nuts. They go nuts for their sports. Oh, yeah. So someone like Eli is a god to them. I mean, he too... So. Not anymore. You don't think There's so? No not way. right now, no. I mean, I'm sure in his prime probably, but right now I don't think so. I don't even know if he had a prime. There, there's, there's, <laughs> there's two guys that, that that they should, or three, well, okay, there's a few guys and none of them are named Eli Manning. Michael Strahan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Coughlin for designing the, the NASCAR package in, in their scheme that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, David Tyree, who made that incredible catch on his yep. helmet. Mario Manningham. Mario Manningham on the sideline yep. catch. Those are the guys that should be getting all the the love for those Super Bowls, not Eli Manning. And those really? guys are gone. All those guys are gone. All of them are gone. So they got rid of them, but they kept the quarterback, which is why just how 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 much the quarterback is beloved more than those guys. And Tom Coughlin retired. Yeah. And Michael Strahan retired. O.C. and Manera was at just went the, down the end of the road. Yeah. Mario Manningham was never anything crazy. Neither was David Tyree. But those are the guys they have to thank for those Super Bowls. Absolutely. Not, not Eli Manning. I would agree. He's 38. Um, yeah, so to give him an extension even now is... is Nuts. That's insane. Even if it was three years ago, I would I would at least go, okay, at least he's 34, 35 years old. But he's 38, and they're, he's already got another year on his contract, and they're going to extend that. So you're going to basically give, give him Tom Brady years, into Tom Brady's years, and he's not even half of what Tom Brady is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's insane, and I, and I don't... And I'm not going to understand it. There's no, there's no argument to me that they could say makes sense either. I agree. There's, there's nothing. Even if, he, even if you were to say, oh, he had a terrible offensive line the last couple years, which he has, um, it's not gonna, it's not gonna matter. They don't have Odell anymore, anyways. Well, yeah. it's not like he's gonna put fans in the seats. No. If that's what they're trying no to one, say. No yeah. one goes to a game going, ah, I want to see like Manning today. If it wasn't for Sa- <laughs> if it wasn't for Saquon, dude, their seats would be empty. Oh, yeah. but they'd be terrible this year too. Yeah. They're gonna be terrible this year. Yeah, Dave, Dave Gettleman should be fired, he's fucking terrible. Yeah, and <laughs> so <laughs> so in case you didn't know, Al, and it's okay, we'll let that one go, but we're not supposed to cuss anymore because we have sponsorship money coming in now. So, My apologies. Yeah. Um, anyway, so <laughs> it's all good because I, I let an F fly last week too. Um, <laughs> That's your one. Yeah, yeah, everyone gets one. Everyone gets well, one. Well, I, I have a lot added up. I haven't used one at all. You haven't used one at all. I'm you know, that's them, actually I'm an accomplishment. Me, me and Al use them all up for you. Like, yeah, that's true. You stole them. <laughs> just whatever it takes. It's, right. it's like get out of jail free cards. Yeah, exactly. I'm stacking them. Um, Steve Tisch, who is a co-owner of the New York Giants, yeah. this is what he said to Giants.com last week. It gives me a sense of security for sure. Not only knowing how talented and capable Eli is, but at some point he will also take on the role. Hold on. At some point he'll take on the role of mentor? He's 38. What do yeah, you mean some point? Yeah, he should have already been that. Um, and I think when he does take on the role of mentor, he'll be very, very effective. But I think what? what I think what he's saying is, is once they draft his successor, who they should have done five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be a good mentor because I I don't even know who their backup is. 
right now. Uh, Blaine Gabbert? I, I don't, I don't no, know. I, I don't know who it is. No idea. So he's not, I mean, he needs a mentor at this point. <laughs> he's needed a mentor his whole career. Bro, he needs Peyton to like. He, he needs Tom Coughlin back, even if Tom Coughlin's a defensive guy. Yeah, uh, Tom Coughlin got him two Super Bowl wins. Um, what, what place did the Giants draft this year? Sixth? Giants, NFL drafts. I believe it's sixth. Let's see. I feel like, so, they have a shout-out to Dwayne Haskins, though. I think that's who they're going to take. They, they should. So, yeah, so it came out this yeah. week that the that the 40, they wanted to trade with the 49ers. They wanted the 49ers' second pick for Odell. Right. But they weren't willing to part with their sixth pick, which was well, odd. they were, but they, there was just, it was weird. What what John Lynch said is he was he was willing to part with it if they got the sixth and some more stuff with Odell back, uh, which totally makes sense. I mean, it's the second overall pick. Yes, you're getting arguably a top two wide receiver in the league in his in his youth uh, back, and then this. But they were kind of botching on the sixth pick. But it's like you're getting the second pick back. You're gonna get your quarterback probably that you want or whatever you want out of it. Um. It just kind of, from my standpoint, I, I wish we could have pulled the deal off. I know we need a lot of pieces too, but um, we definitely need a wide receiver. And that, yeah. would have, that would have cleared up a lot of stuff for, for at least the 49ers franchise. But at the same time, uh, I still th- I don't know what we're going to do with that pick, to be honest. I honestly have a feeling you guys are going to trade out. I, I That's what I think we should do. But Unless at the same time, I, I think he's going to be there. I think... I think. But then again, at the same time, if he is there, you're going to have teams calling off the hook to get him. And, yeah. and, and I kind of want him at this yeah. point. Like, he's to, a monster. He, he's better him, than his brother. Oh, yeah. And his brother's a monster. Yeah. To have him and, and D Ford up mm. there with, with Buckner. Lining up off sides when it really matters. Buckner and Armstead. I'm joking. <laughs> with, the, with those guys and then Quan Alexander put in there and Fred Warner who had a good rookie year last year. Sherman's still around. Uh, Sherman, who... Uh, I saw today, like uh, they said, he was operating at like eighty percent last year, which is probably something that's always going to be said after a year. Like, oh, these guys are banged up, so it happens all the time. Everyone's banged up. He he, he was coming off an injury, so I'll give him a pass. Yeah, I, I don't think he had a bad year. They I don't just, think so. Either. Other pieces around him sucked. So, the biggest thing that they need is they need help in the secondary and, and wide receivers. In my, I opinion. couldn't believe you guys didn't sign a safety. It was weird, but I mean, John Lynch was a safety, so. I'll, that's the one position I'll be like, okay, I'll, or I'll trust him. Making, I trust him, yeah. Tr- trust him making the defensive sides of the ball decisions, and then Shanahan's there, so he's going to make the offensive. Maybe decisions. you guys trade back and get a safety. I there was an article I read today. Uh, it was saying who, like, what are you? You know, the 49ers probably aren't going to draft this player, but who would you want them to draft? I I mean, I want the guy from Ole Miss. Oh, the receiver. Yeah, I mean Whew. the the speed, the athletic, just all of that. Um, Obviously, I don't know if he's going to wind up doing anything in the league, but, I mean, if you have a guy like that, I mean, they're if comparing he, if right can, now. If he can it catch. was Julio they were com- comparing him to, but now they're comparing him to Calvin Johnson. That's if, a lot. If you're drawing yeah. that, and no one, no one, I don't think anyone's been compared to, to Calvin since. I haven't heard one. I've so, heard, not the one. most I've heard kind of like that is Des Bryant a lot. Yeah, but he even then, he wasn't the, he wasn't the I've heard about him at the worst he could be like Des Bryant. Yeah, so the speed and stuff, it's just... That's why I, I hope if they trade back, they maybe get him. Maybe they maybe they flip with the Giants or something still and get the sixth pick and take him. Uh, I don't know. Um, I I don't think they will. I, I think Haskins will still be there at six. I don't think they're gonna. Well, what I'm thinking, I mean, I don't think the 49ers will take a receiver. 
Oh, gotcha. You think uh, they're taking I, Bosa? I think that if they stay there, they'll take Bosa if he's there. Or, or uh, who's the other one? Josh Allen or... Uh, or the dude from uh, the, the Williams kid. Yeah. So I, I, think that, I just think they're not going to take a receiver that high. Or even if... The only way I can see them tr- taking a receiver is if they trade back and go down to like ninth or something. I don't even know who's down there, but they get like a first-round pick and a second-round pick or something for it. I mean, they're going to have to get a lot back. I mean, the second pick is valuable. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's more valuable than the first pick. Because what it does is, usually the first pick usually isn't always the most talented guy sometimes. Usually it's like a need, like like a quarterback. Like yeah. They, like Arizona's first, right? Yeah. So they they need a quarterback. So they're going to yeah. take Kyler Murray, most likely. Yeah. If they take both, I'd be shocked. I would be too. Because he's not going to change anything for them. No, he's a, he'll make them better defensively, but that's not going to win them games. And I don't, I don't think Rosen's going to fit in that in that new system no. that the new coach is bringing in. Um, so I think that the second pick is always more valuable than the first because you kind of see the lay of the land, and usually, usually a lot of the time, the, the most valuable guys there too. Um, so I think it's it, it's it's just as valuable, or if not more valuable than one. So I think that they should. Trade back, hopefully, because they do need positions. Um, yeah, and they're just they're just that franchise that have, have uh, been building for a while now since basically Jim Harbaugh left. They've been drafting you know the big defensive linemen. You know they got Armstead and Buckner there. Uh, Jimmy's their guy. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo is there. Wasn't uh, John uh, John or someone in the organization was just talking about how they've been training like with him and they've been seeing his growth. I don't think it was Lynch. It was someone else in the organization. <laughs> they were saying that they've been training with them and they've been seeing his progress and he looks better than he did before. Of course, teams always say that. These I guys think, always look good before they yeah, go on the field. I think sometimes but, it's – I wouldn't say injuries are good, but sometimes it, it lets you take a step back. Like he got thrown into starting for a while. And then now he takes a, <laughs> now he takes a step back and uh, and got to like go over film more and see you know the personnel that he's gonna have stuff like that. It, it sometimes and he got a year older and he's working in the same system. He's working with Kyle Shanahan, who's you know a top tier offense mastermind. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I just and they're making the right moves. I think so too. Uh, John Lynch was the biggest hire since Jim Harbaugh left. Yep. Um, I think he knows what he's doing because he was a commentator right after he retired and and then he stuck and then, around uh, and then Shanahan and then I think I think the the move that I I knew they were gonna do this as soon as I saw Coleman was a free agent I knew they were gonna sign him Coleman Tevin Coleman Tevin Coleman who played with for Shanahan in Atlanta gotcha um, I just knew he he was he, I saw he was a free agent and he was kind of left there for a second I was like he's gonna get, they're gonna sign him he fits that, him perfectly he's a good second you know if if McKinnon winds up not being what they thought he was, he, he's a good backup, and then Breed is there, obviously. So they have some good um, backups there. I, yeah, I just think they're doing the right thing, and I, I think drafting a um, guy like Bosa would, would be a good move for them, but in my opinion as a fan for the team, and what I think they need is a receiver more than anything. But knowing them and knowing that Bosa is that guy, um, if they're the, if if they don't trade back, they gotta take him easily. No, no, no question, they'll take him. I think so too. Um, so yeah, so the Giants didn't trade obviously for him for the pick, and they traded the Browns. Um, terrible trade. That's still a terrible trade, in my opinion. 
Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, it, like I said, if they should have just cut Eli Manning after that. Yeah. Like they, they just. I don't know why they're putting all their eggs in his basket still. Like, why? What has this guy I mean, shown it, you? I mean, at least when the Steelers did it, at least Ben Roethlisberger is good. And he's been good. As he's good. still good. As much as we talk bad about him or think he's a bad teammate, he needs to stop going on radio every week after he's the games. Good. He's still a good quarterback. I mean, we can yeah, still... He's, he's Eli, nah. Well, there's never been a talk of Eli being an elite quarterback either. Didn't he throw like 25 picks and like 15 touchdowns like seven years ago? I don't know. Like seven bad. years ago, he had terrible stats. Like I don't. Well, he's never had. He's never. I mean, he's had good years, but he's never had great years. He's never had like Ben Roethlisberger numbers. Or he's never anyone. sniffed his older brother's success. Oh, ever. That's not even a question. That's not even. Peyton has been better than Eli since the day he was born. <laughs> like, and you know, no disrespect to Eli Manning, I mean, because he does have two rings. Like, as much as we sit here and talk about the defense and this and that, he beat Brady and Belichick. Those throws that he made, even though they were great catches by the receivers, I mean, you know, those are yeah, great. He still won. He was the quarterback. Yeah. So, you know, I got to give him that, but this is just, it's six, seven years too late to cut him, and they want to give him more money? I don't even what? know. What? It's, it's like, not even the money for me. I don't care. Give him. $500 million. It's not pay even, him. If you want to pay him because he's a New York that. City legend, pay him. But it's, why it's, give him another contract? It's it's the number. Like, don't even give him another year. Yeah. Like, zero. Yeah. Give him zero. Take <laughs> away that year that he has left on his contract. Negative two years. Yeah, take yeah. away those years. I mean, he's already taken away your years as a franchise. Yeah. I mean, him and that offensive line, and, and that's the thing. I can't really fault him 100%. I have watched those games, some of their games. And that yeah. offensive line is very terrible. Yeah, they it's are. It's bad. So he, he, so he isn't bad. really getting And they did get a guard in that OBJ and they trade. Had, and they had McAdoo as their coach. So <laughs> McAdoo is garbage. That, I don't know what that franchise is doing, man. I don't know what they're doing. It's James Dillon. The Knicks, the Jets. I mean, even though they got the Le'Veon. The Jets are actually smart. They're they're actually – I actually. They're really Adam Gaze? I, Adam Gaze, is he, he's an offensive mastermind. I, li- I like what they're doing. Sam Darnold's going to be good. Uh, they're a young team. They have a ton of money. Jamal Adams is the best safety in football, in my opinion. On the Jets? Yeah. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, they got him on a steal, kind of, for what he wanted. Yeah, yeah they did. They, um, they just gave him all the guaranteed money. They got him. They got some good young receivers. Um, I, 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 I still believe in Darnold. I, I do think Darnold's going to oh, turn he's, out he's to be good. good. He's going to be good. He's just growing pains. Mm-hmm. He, um, yeah, him and, him and Baker are going to be fine. They're going to be good. Yeah. What about uh, Rosen? Sh- shout to my dad, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I'm uh, Rosen? I don't hot know trash. Yet. Hot I garbage. Hot, piping hot garbage. Let that me, guy let me, is let me not see good. Him, let me see him one more year, maybe. I mean, that, that team's tough. I see an article that, that the Patriots were trying to trade for him. Yeah, we talked about that. I think. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Did we? I don't think we did, actually. Yeah, you and I did, I think. I thought that was in, in pre-pod. Pre, uh, in pre, I'm pretty sure we did. Okay. Um... Either way, I think that's a good thing for the Patriots. Try oh, yeah. to pick him up. Yeah, it's a good thing. He's, 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 he's still on a cheap rookie deal. Yeah. Um, who was the other one? Uh, oh, Allen. Josh Allen, yeah. I and, think Josh Allen. And, yeah. and I think Josh Allen will be good. He's, he's huge and he's a mobile guy. He's, he, he's going to be okay. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, the, the Giants. Just how the, well, just just about the Giants New York, well, New York <laughs> in, in, in general in sports. Yeah. I, I think the Jets are making the right moves. Uh, a lot better than the Knicks and the Giants. Well, the Knicks, I'll save my well, we'll opinion for the summer. summer. The, the Knicks could just totally crush it and just get everybody, and then it's over. But Maybe. We'll see. It's, it's I think game. that's a huge possibility. I, we'll dive into NBA later because we all love NBA and love talking about that kind of stuff. But um, um, 
Uh, any last thoughts on the Giants? Yeah, they're stupid. Yep. I think so, too. Sweet. Okay, let's move on. Uh, we're going to talk about Duke. Duke lost yesterday to, well, depending on when you listen to this, a couple days ago, whatever. Uh, Duke lost to Michigan State, Coach Izzo, by one point. Um, they won the last two games, if you guys haven't seen, by a combined three points, I believe. Yeah. Uh, both were shots missed by the opposing team at the buzzer. Uh, that were just point-blank layups, man. I mean, it doesn't get more heartbreaking than that. Um, I don't think this team was necessarily overrated. I, I don't know how or why they didn't make the Final Four with three of their starting five probably going to the top five of the draft. Did Cam At least two play? of them. Did Cam Reddish play? He, he did, he, but he, okay. he wasn't good. He, oh, he, didn't, okay. he didn't play. He, I think he went like one for seven from three. He was something. like terrible against UCF, and then he didn't play against... I think, uh, uh, I think they were just destined to lose. They seem. I mean, you have two guys who are, are clearly going to go one and two in the draft. In my at least you think, you think RJ's two? At least top three. I mean, he, he he's a. Someone might me, take. Someone might take John Moran, depending on. Yeah, and, and I'm going to keep yeah. saying this. To me, he's a he's a better. Oh, I talent yeah. Than, I yeah, 100 percent. No, I I will say that I did see a little more out of Zion in some of those games, like some of his down low skills. Mm-hmm. But to me, he doesn't have anything that. Just jumps out, and obviously you can develop a lot of stuff. I mean, LeBron developed a post game, you know, at, at some point in his career, he developed it to be a pretty decent three point shooter. Um, so obviously guys can develop, but um, to me, just right now, if if I'm looking at it as, as like a as a development standpoint, uh, R.J. Barrett just is more sound to me. He can do more things. He He's just so much more well-rounded. The announcers were saying something about Zion being a good passer. He turned the ball over like six times yesterday. I mean, blatant throwaways. I mean, this is not even in the championship game. He has to go to the Final Four, but I mean, he's throwing passes that are terrible. And R.J. Barrett wasn't doing much better either, but um, he hasn't impressed me with anything besides, yeah, he's a freak athlete. But you're going to get to the NBA, and you're going to find out that there's guys maybe not quite as athletic as you. I mean... Giannis is just but basketball Giannis, is just Giannis and incredible. LeBron are just as, as incredible. Athletic, but yep. uh, you're gonna get guys who aren't six foot five white guys, or can can at least be you know I mean he's he's gonna get a real test when he goes up against Joel Embiid. Oh who's, man, who's, I can't wait for Joel. He's already talking smack about Zion, so he, right? He's so already he's, like tweeting stuff. So he's I mean if he ever has to guard him, Embiid's gonna manhandle him. Yeah. Um, it, it, there was just some point in the game where I just looked at him and I just didn't feel like he wanted to win either. Really? Like, it was it was almost like, and, and that's why I say they were kind of destined to lose. I just felt like they're just looking at the future, which is fine. They, they, you know, those guys don't want to be sometimes in college basketball. They know they're going to go number one. Or number two, they're going to be a lottery pick. They don't care at all about being there. Yeah, and I don't want to say they didn't care. I think obviously they I don't want think that's win. the case. Obviously they want to win. Yeah. But at the same time, like, um, I just think that you know they'll shrug it off a little bit quicker than some of those other guys who are who aren't going to get drafted. I mean, you saw uh, I don't know what player it was, but I mean he broke down at the end of the game. Oh, that was Trey Jones. Yeah. The guy that was sitting next to RJ Barrett during his interview. Mm. Yeah, and I mean he was on the court for a while. And, I mean Zion, you know, looked looked upset that he lost, but. And some guys are going to react differently, of course. But yeah, but a lot of those guys are never going to, you know. I mean, uh, probably Duke, Duke uniform again. Maybe Duke, but yeah, uh, are never going to or never get close like that again. Maybe not for them, like I said. But it's 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 always heartbreaking to watch like seniors that are you know 
good but aren't going to play in the NBA and they, they lose. Um, yeah. Because it's just sad because where are you going to go after that? I mean, you might play overseas or something, but it's, it's not going to be. That's it. It's not going to be that's, anything. That's your career. So, um, yeah, I, I just thought they were kind of destined to lose. I mean, they, they should have lost two games ago. I mean, R.J. Barrett saved them. I mean, it, it's just watching watching Zion. I mean, his even his shot is flat. I think I was telling you, right? Yeah, you were telling me. It's just like it's, a line drive. It's a line drive, drive. yeah. It's, it is, it, yeah. it's just he's going to have to fix a lot of stuff. And obviously, you know, he's, what, 18, 19 years 19, old? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like he's a linebacker. Easily, easily, easily got the potential to be something great. And I'm not going to say he just sucks. But, I mean, just to watch him as of right now, he's just he's just such a raw talent that I don't think he's not going to be good. But he's he just has a ton to work on before I'm going to say that he looks like a elite star. Because at this point, he doesn't. You know? And, and and that's my opinion, of course. But um, if if I were them, I'd take R.J. Barrett. Who? Whoever, whoever whoever wants. Well, I guess that I guess that's the thing. Depends on who it is. If it's the Knicks, probably taking Zion. Um, who who is who is like projected? Because there's obviously the lottery. Um, who is there was, I think the Hawks are second. Or no, the Hawks are here. There's I'll, three I'll teams so that have a fourteen. It's like the Knicks, the uh, Suns, mm. and I think the. See, I don't know. The Cavs? The Cavs. The Cavs are in the mix. And then it goes Hawks and then uh, Bulls. So the worst records are Knicks. They have 14 wins on the year. Phoenix has 17. Cleveland has 19. Chicago has 21. Uh, Atlanta has 28. Uh, Dallas has 30. So So the three teams are Phoenix, New York, and Cleveland. So Cleveland's even in the Zion sweepstakes. And I don't want him to go there because... All they're going to talk about is, next LeBron. Is he going to be as good as LeBron? LeBron had 27-5-8 and eight against the Kings in his first game. You know, it's... Yeah, <coughs> the comparisons, yeah. <coughs> it's I, be all I, think it's, I think it's going to be the Knicks that get it. And, and if I'm them, I'm taking him for, for a, a multiple reasons. Yeah. Uh, he's going to sell them seats and tickets. That's the main one, I think. They'd be, they'd be absolutely murdered if they took someone else yeah. over him. They took RJ over Zion. Yeah, or the most James Dolan move in the entire Zion world. Else. Yeah, yeah, the Knicks would be the Knicks. But <laughs> Nick I, move. Hundred percent. I don't think they would take anyone else. Actually, you know what? I don't think. Now knowing who the Knicks are, they're not going to get the number one pick. They're going to fall to like the fourth. The you ball. Think so? Yeah. The, it's just. It's, it's just rigged, something. Man. They're, they're going to have the first pick. Somehow Cleveland's going to get the first pick. You really think so? Yeah, they've been getting it for years. <laughs> Every time LeBron is yeah. on the team, they get first overall pick. In a year, we're gonna Zion's. So Zion's gonna go there, and then in a year, LeBron goes back to Cleveland to play with, <laughs> to play with to his play son with his Zion. Heir apparent Zion. Heir apparent. The the heir to the heir of Air Jordan. Yeah. So I mean, who knows? But yeah, if, if it's the Knicks, they gotta take him. If if it's if it's Phoenix, I don't know. I think the, I, Devin Booker needs to run know, away. I don't know what they're doing. He just signed away. an extension, though. Remember we talked about this? I talked about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Of I don't no idea what they're doing. Yeah. And I still don't. And I still don't know what they're what they would do with that. They need game. a clean house. Is what they need. They to need do. Steve Kerr back as GM. <laughs> I I, I'm not. I mean, you know, better than what they got going on. Yeah. They need Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire back. Is what they need. <laughs> and Mike D'Antoni and all them. Yeah. They, Grant Hill. They, I mean, at least they have Booker, and at least they have Aiden. Looks like he's gonna be pretty good. Yeah. So at yeah, least they have two solid pieces. But is 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 his type of play too late in the NBA? Yeah, I think so. Um, I've always is, thought is, that. Is the question. I mean, and 
I mean, I, I didn't think Joel Embiid was going to fit in the NBA like he is right now. That's fair. So I, I, mean, I, I did think that too. So he's he's putting up monster numbers. So maybe Aiden winds up being something like that. And but see, Embiid's also developed an outside game. Like I think Aiden is too, though. Yeah, he's starting to. I mean, they know they have to, or they're not going to be in the league. But I mean, Embiid's got that fake where like it's not like really a fake. He just kind of holds the ball above his head. Well, and then waits for the guy to pass him, and then he just, you know, he's so big and long, just two dribbles, he's right at the rim. But, mm-hmm. you know, Embiid I mean, has an outside game for sure. I, I, he can handle it. But Embiid yeah. had two years to work on all that. Yeah. Aiden came right in and is playing. So I, I think, which will benefit him, I think, too. But, yeah. Um, I think I think he'll be good. So they have him and Booker, but besides that, like... They have Dragon Bender, dude. Dragon Bender. <laughs> Made the last airbender in there. <laughs> hey, and, the, and they signed Jimmer. Oh, oh my God. God. What is Jimmer Fredette doing back in the NBA? Shout out to the Kings for making that draft pick. <sighs> yeah, Dude, the Kings, the Kings missed a lot of draft picks. Uh, well, what's your thoughts on, on Duke, if you uh, if you have any extra? I mean, you guys basically yeah. covered it. Uh, they just looked a lot of, like, inexperienced to me. Um, I mean, v, or, uh, UCF was a team that was a lot of seniors and juniors, so you could kind of tell that their experience kept them in the game. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I just think that they were kind of, they kind of play iso ball a lot. They don't really move the ball a lot. Like, you know, when Zion brings the ball down the court, there's a 90% chance he's the one shooting it. It's kind of how Duke always has ran. Though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. They always, and that's why, that's why they always have trouble making it, you know, to the Final Four. Because yeah. they have a lot of eye guys. Yeah. There's, yep. there's a, oh, let, let me talk about who, who to me is the best coach in college basketball and has been. Are you gonna say Tom Izzo? Tom Izzo. Is, oh yeah. I don't really have a favorite college team, but I've always liked Michigan State because of him. Yeah. Yep. Um, he always finds a way to keep them competitive. He's just he's just good at everything, and, and that's not to knock Mike Krzyzewski, who I think is who's phenomenal, who's great too, incredible, who's, who's right there with him. Yeah, incredible. Um, I think those two, and, and I mean Roy Williams is another good one too. Calipar is up there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, even though he's only had one title, and I always talk about he, him. He's him. just a really good recruiter. Yeah, yeah. He's he's more of that than he is everything else. Um, he's kind of built in the same style as Phil Jackson, in my opinion. He's really good at managing Calipari. Yeah, he's built as in he may not be the greatest X's and O's guy, but he knows how to manage those guys' egos. And I mean, because look at those teams that he's had. He's he's not only recruited those guys, but then he has to deal with. These top, yeah. yeah. So John Wall and Demarcus Cousins, like on the same team. Yeah, and that's oh. that's that's tough. So yeah. that's that's who I would compare him to. Whereas like those other guys are just X's and O's. Uh, play, they are player coaches. I mean, you you listen to anyone who's played for Tom Izzo loves him. Mm-hmm. Like they would they would they Draymond. would die for him. They would die for him. Draymond Green loves Tom Izzo. Yeah. Oh yeah. If if he could have him as a coach his whole life, he would. Yeah. And that's just the relationship that he builds with him. Draymond played all four years at Michigan State, right? Or at least three. three? At least three. Maybe it was just three. I thought it was all four. And and he was. I remember he was. He was one of my favorite players to watch when I was Same. watching. I like Draymond in college. Uh, so I thought he would go higher than that. I, I don't see why people thought he was going to be so bad. Just, yeah. just watch him. He had a nice mid range jump shot. He was like, he was. He's one of he the just, school history leaders in rebounds and per, I think shooting percentage and stuff. So minus all that, I mean, he just has a that motor. That yeah, a lot of the, like, mm-hmm. you know, people talk about Zion's motor. Draymond Green's motor at Michigan State, I mean, that guy would just go at it. And he wouldn't stop. See, and I don't think I don't think Zion has that high of a motor sometimes. I'll watch him and he'll take plays off. Like on defense and stuff. Like there'll be plays I'm like, why isn't he not doing this every single 
time down the court, and obviously he's going to get tired. But there'll be sometimes I'll I'll watch him. Uh, I want to say that last play. So when they inbounded the ball, right? Michigan State inbounded the ball. Mm-hmm. That was almost his responsibility to help right there. If you watch the replay, he had a player that he was on, but the guy that he was on isn't wasn't like a super good free throw shooter, and they would have had to have thrown it over the top of everyone to get it to him. So he should have picked that guy up going into the front court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he kind and he kind of got caught in no man's land. Um, but you know, anyway, going back to Thomas though, yeah, I, th- I think he's at, at this point right now. He just always seems to always find his way into the final four. Just always, just always right there. Doesn't always have the best. Isn't always regarded as the top recruiting class. Always gets good guys, but isn't the Dukes or the Kentuckys or the North Carolinas or the Arizonas sometimes stuff like that. Yeah, and it, and he just does it time in and time time out. So and that's why I said you know if the Lakers were to go after someone and pay anyone any amount of money, they should go after him. And I don't think he'll leave, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The Lakers are so dumb. I'm never gonna consider him. The oh, Lakers probably, are stupid. Probably. The Lakers management is incompetent, and they they made a lot of terrible decisions. Like I've been looking back at the last few years. I mean, I'm still torn about D'Angelo because I still feel like that just had to happen because yeah. of the situation at hand. Even though Nick Young wasn't around anymore or whatever, he didn't have to give uh, Zion, uh, Mozgov, and uh, Dang those contracts. You didn't have to mortgage your future to get a 34-year-old aging superstar. Like, uh, I don't want to talk about the Lakers, man. (laughs) I'm pissed, man. I don't know what to do. No, I I don't either. But the the one that I am still like, well, of course, the Mozgov and Dang one word. God. Especially Luol. That cost Jim Buss his job. Jim Buss' job was over the minute he gave them the contract. I don't understand why they let Julius Randle walk. For nothing. Yeah, for I mean they didn't even. Why did they trade Zubak for Mike Muscala? Like I said, who the hell is Mike Muscala? Like I said, that that one, whatever. I don't think Zubak was that good, in my my opinion. Oh, Zubak was incredible. I think Zubak was. Oh, Zubak was great when he got when he got the playing time. (laughs) Yeah, he averaged like seventeen and eight in like twenty minutes of action. It's like what? Yeah, but like I said, I think he. And he's still so young. Yeah, he literally got drafted in 17. What's, what's, he, what's he doing in L.A. though right now? On the Clippers? Yeah. I don't know if he's getting much playing time. Because I don't think he's that good. He's going to be. I think he's going to be good once he... No, I, I think, think he's, he's underrated. He just he just found the right... Like, I, I, we talked about this, I think. Or maybe we talked about this off the podcast. Yeah. Him having the right uh, person with Tyson Chandler. It was just the right fit at that moment. And I, I don't... There's no way these guys miss that much. He's not impressive to me. He's a high energy guy, and that's about it. Oh yeah, I'm not saying he's no superstar. Or he's like NBA no, no, level. But, I'm not, I'm, but, I'm, but why just give him away for this guy who's he was supposed to be a sharpshooter? Shoots thirty percent from three. Yeah. Who is Mike Muscala? I don't understand. And so I was reading a thing on Bleacher Report a couple days ago about how Jerry West and the Clippers brass, you know, Steve Ballmer and all those guys, literally laughed at the dinner table after the trade was over at how bad the Lakers just got played. I believe that. I do too, especially because the Lakers passed up Jerry West, who was a free agent, to um, uh, to be their GM and went with Magic. Now, granted, Jerry was already there in the '90s, helped Dr. Bus rest in peace, helped Dr. Bus build the Shaq Kobe dynasty. We all know that, but nonetheless, Jerry West was out there. He was available, and he may, he may not have wanted to come back. To be honest, I, I think that's the I reason. Think, I think he likes 
taking over new teams and doing what he does best. And that's I.E. Warriors. Dynasties. Yeah. yeah. Well, him and him and Bob Myers. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because I, I I think it was more Bob Myers than Jerry West. Obviously. He I mean, Jerry West. Uh, Jerry West was the one that said, "If you guys trade Clay for Kevin Love, I'm out." But but I that quit. was that was that was the one player he drafted, or him him and Bob Myers drafted Clay. Yeah. Uh, but the rest of it was mainly Bob Myers. So I, I'd say, yeah, give an Iguodala a contract. Draft yeah, all, all that stuff. And, and well, Jerry Myers was probably involved with that too, but Bob Myers was an agent for a long time. So yeah, so all that stuff. Way better than Rob Polinka. It's, yeah. You know, it's bad when people around the league don't like your general manager. Yeah, that's a, not it's good. It's a terrible thing. It's like, dude, you were you were a like cut him by the throat agent. Like, it's like if Rich Paul became a GM. It's like people hate you. They're not gonna help you out. They yeah. hate dealing with you. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, dude, the Lakers are so bad. I don't. They don't know what they're doing. And then and then Genie Bus, who I actually like. Jeannie Buss coming out, oh, we weren't courting for Anthony Davis. What are you talking about? You guys were the ones leaking all the trade rumors. You, I know it's old well, news. I don't, don't want to talk about it. Unless it was Rich Paul leaking it all. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it was, probably. Yeah, uh, he was definitely you know part of it. But, you know, and then LeBron trying to act like he didn't have his fingerprints all over it. And then they try to act like they weren't really courting him. It's like, no, you guys lost out on Paul George. You guys were panicking. You were trying to mortgage your future, and it didn't work. I don't understand why we have to sit here and have these conversations about how they were trying to fake it and how it didn't really happen. It happened. You guys struck out and failed. It's okay. Just get someone this summer. And, it, dude... I'm okay with getting Jimmy Butler. Just don't pay him a hundred something million dollars, which I know that the incompetent Lakers are gonna do because they have no idea what they're doing. But yeah, dude, when, when Jerry West is laughing at us because we just were like, "Hey, do you want?" It's like if I called you guys up and said, "Hey, I got fifty thousand dollars just laying around. Do you guys want it for five bucks?" <laughs> no, just for just do you want no, it? No, that's what it basically. Oh uh, well, yeah, it's yeah. No, that's that's like basically saying. I have five bucks. You have fifty thousand dollars. Give me fifty thousand dollars. I'll give you five bucks. Yeah, it's like and, and me going. Okay, yeah, yeah. Trade. Oh, yeah. That sounds that sounds great. Well, yeah, no questions asked, right? That's what the trade sounded like to me. I don't want to ramble my Lakers anymore. I feel like I do that every episode. I'm, I'm trying to get away from that because season's over. Um, it's been over. Yeah, it's, it's been over for a long. It's been over since uh, Mario Hidanja uh, or whatever. Arizona. Yeah, <laughs> whatever his name is. Blocking LeBron. That was just so sad. Um, let's talk about the NBA playoff picture. Um, you guys want to hit the East first? Get the East out of the way? Because the West, I mean, it's always loaded. We can yeah, get, we can talk about Wait to the West. So right now, if the playoffs started today, there's about five to six games left for every team. Uh, the Bucks are going to face the Heat, it looks like. The Raptors are going to face the Nets. Sixers and Pistons. And then Celtics and Pacers. Um, which round or which team do you think could upset Nets, one Nets of the... Are, Nets are going to beat the Raptors. That's what I was thinking, too. Wow, really? They just got Carrie's Levert back. Yeah, Nets are going to beat the Raptors. You really think that? Yeah. I 100% agree. Four no. They're gonna four the Nets are not going to beat the Toronto Raptors in the semifinals. D'Lo series. has ice in his veins, dude. I know he does. I know. I, I found that out the hard way. But, I mean, the Raptors, I mean, they got Marcus Gasol now, Kawhi, Danny Green. They have one guy on that team who's going to run Kyle Lowry. Oh. And D'Lo is just gonna torch that man. Yeah, he is gonna he's gonna clean him right up. Yeah, that's they're, fair. They're, uh, I forgot about that. He has like the liability. And, and I'm not. We're not. We have didn't even mention who to me is. You could say besides Kawhi Leonard, he's about second best player on the team is Siakam. 
Yeah, Siakam's, Siakam's amazing. Yeah, he's a stud. He's, yeah, Siakam's he's good. I, I, actually, I don't want to say that because I think Marcus Saul's probably. But he's got to go against Jared Allen. He's not even starting. No. Marcus Saul's not. No. No. Who starts? Come on, uh, uh, Oh no, he got. No, Jared he Allen. he went to the Grizzlies. It's, uh, it's, well, it was Lowry, Danny Green, Kawhi. Uh, oh, are they Siakam, going small and starting Siakam? Siakam? Ibaka, I think. Oh, Ibaka. Oh, and Ibaka. Okay, Ibaka. Right. And, and Ibaka can't stop trying to knock dudes out for good reason, but Ibaka yeah. can't stop trying to knock and people out. That's a great uh, starting lineup, but I just think that yeah, it's it's the Raptors to me. Oh, LeBron's gone. We're going to go to the finals finally. No, you're not. You're going to lose in the first round. You really think so? Yeah. You think they're just cursed? I just think that Kyle Lowry sucks. Oh, do you think Drake put the curse on the Raptors? <laughs> Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I mean, ever since he took over, they can't stop choking in the playoffs. Well, I mean, they've been doing that. It's not even that. He, uh, if you looked at the teams that he's liked, they they always choke. Kentucky. Yeah. The Raptors. Uh, what was the other team? I mean, not the Warriors. I bet Steph Curry with the shot, and they won the title. <laughs> yeah, but he's a Raptor fan. Like, if he's saying that he's a Warrior fan, then what? I remember, I remember when the Warriors were in town earlier this year, and he was uh, begging Kevin Durant to give him his jersey, and he got the jersey because he's Drake. But it's like I found that a little weird. He's like, "No, nah, man, I want your jersey. Like, like get half naked right here. Like, I want the shirt. I'm like, what? I don't, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, I that's not what Drake I, said. I'm not gonna I, put that I on think, the red. <laughs> I hope that's he, not what he said I to Kevin he, Durant. I, but. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like guys trading jerseys at the end of the game, except. You're not trading him a jersey. Or... Yeah, Drake's not giving you the shirt on his no, back. I don't want anything from him. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you know. it goes back to me not, being <laughs> no, not liking Drake. Uh, not, I don't hate him, but uh, yeah, he's Nick Foles to me. <laughs> he's a Nick Foles of rap. Yeah, <laughs> the Nick Foles of rap. No, I wouldn't say that. That's, that's a little disrespectful. <laughs> Um, Nick Foles. Do you guys think Bucks are gonna just? <laughs> what'd you say? I said that's disrespectful to Nick Foles. Oh my god. I meant it the other way. Um. Bucks and Heat. That that's a sweep, right? Like maybe uh, five. Five, yeah. I think if the Heat were cool, they would you know get swept so that way their last game would be D Wade's last game in Miami. I think it'd be pretty cool. I mean, they wouldn't give a sh- uh, any <laughs> anything if they. <laughs> it's uh, all good. It's all good. They wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> they wouldn't care if they got swept. If that meant Dwayne Wade's last game was in Miami. Dwayne Wade needs to get rid of that hair, dude. Yeah, I love yeah, Mr. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade is a total legend, Hall of Famer. I'd love to have him on the pod one day, maybe when I'm famous. I don't know. But Dwayne Wade needs to get back to the fade, bro. What is that hairdo? He just doesn't look right. Like I'm not against the hair. It's just he's like, that doesn't look like D-Wade. I like, 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 like Flash dude. You know, he's get the fade, man. Get the clean fade back. Um, okay, so we talked about uh, first and second seed. Let's go with 76ers and Pistons. That's an interesting series. Do you guys uh, think that'll go more than five? No. I don't think so either. I feel like the Sixers are going to start. It's a cool, it's a cool first soon. round because Drummond and Embiid have had beef. Oh, uh, Embiid, I have to think about that. Yeah, Embiid yeah, 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 has yeah. beef with everyone. Yeah, he's just that guy who likes to instigate stuff. Which is the Conor McGregor of the NBA. Basically, I whooped yeah. his ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just says it. Like it. It, it, it's cool. Yeah. I, I like guys like that. <laughs> I do too. Because it, it just it just brings more storylines. And Drummond's kind of that way too. Mm-hmm. But he's not the elite Nearly player. Um, so I think that'll be a. That'll be a fun first round matchup. Uh, yeah. Who's the other one? The Celtics and uh, Celtics and Pacers. I was listening to uh, Bill Simmons. Shout out to Bill Simmons. Pacers could win that easily too. He, so, as yeah. a Celtic fan, he was saying the Pacers are going to beat the Celtics. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe Bill Simmons the thinks sixth, that. They're the sixth seed or fifth seed. Fifth seed. Uh, fourth and fifth seed. The Pacers are fifth. Yeah, I think they. Could so Celtics that. have you know game seven in, in the Garden if they and need it, but that's a great coaching four. matchup too. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It what is. sucks is is Oladipo's gone for the year. Yeah. 
Because then I really would. That's almost like that's like the Ewing theory, though. Like when the best guy goes down, but the team plays better for some no, reason. No, they, they got worse because they were a second seed. Yeah, they were. They were. They were. They were first. They were hoping like, around three. Yeah, but Old Depot got three. he got hurt in what December? I mean, early on. Yeah, but they, January. But they've still been. They're basically the Clippers in the East. Like they're the surprise team that you didn't think were going to be this good, and they're. I mean, they're doing even better. I mean, it is the East, but yeah. I mean, when I watch them, they're they're good. Yeah, like they play yeah. good. They play good. They they're play, very well coached. Nate McMillan's a very good coach. Yeah, and uh, they just yeah they just they just look good to me. Uh, they picked up Wes Matthews, who 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 is like a he's know. a solid veteran for sure. Yeah, well he he fit in that he's not the athletic freak that Oladipo is, but he's the same kind of type of player where he's really good on defense mm-hmm. and then he can score a little bit sometimes. I mean he's a really good three point shooter. Always has been. Uh, he and, even, and he played in uh, Portland when McMillan was the coach there. So they yeah, so I think, that, I think that's why they signed him was because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think they could easily beat the Celtics. Celtics are just dysfunctional at this point. And, yeah. Um, Kyrie doesn't like any of those guys. Those well, guys I mean, don't could, like Kyrie. What's weird is I can say in the same breath that Celtics could sweep. Could easily sweep them. We'll, uh, we'll just pop. And we're back. Okay, so now I'm going to save the Golden State-Oklahoma City conversation because that's just a whole other thing to me. Uh, we're talking about the West playoff picture now. With the playoff started today, the Nuggets are going to face – Nuggets would face the Spurs. Um, excuse me. They think that's a sweep? I think it's a sweep. I think the Spurs can win that series. You think so? I think the Spurs can win that series too. Yeah. I, don't, I just – after watching the Spurs against the Kings and the Nuggets are kind of the same team like we are. They like to run and they like to – you know, beat you with athleticism. I think that's just something that the Spurs really struggle with. Yeah, I don't know. I but I mean, they they are the Spurs and they have pop. So I mean, if they very the well, Spurs they can, can win any series. I think the Spurs, Demar I think the Spurs can make some noise in the in the West. Yeah, maybe in the first round. I don't think much past that. But especially if they wind up falling to the eighth and then play the Warriors, though they probably will get swept. Yeah, but uh, I think they could. I just the Nuggets are the worst high seeded team in there. And, and not saying that they're not going to be good. They're just so young. and, and uh, They do have Michael Malone, though. Mike Malone's a great no, coach. Yeah, yeah. But that's but he doesn't have much playoff experience either as a coach. So true. Does he have um, any? Did the Nuggets make the playoffs last year? I don't think they did. I don't I, – I think No, because they – I think they played the Timberwolves the last day of the year and whoever won got in. He, yeah. He and the Timberwolves, I think, won. Yeah. I don't know if he was on the – he might have been on the staff with Mark Jackson when the Warriors went. As an assistant, so he might have hmm. a little bit as like an assistant somewhere, but yeah. not as a, a head coach now. Um, so I mean, that's you know, I don't think anyone's expecting Denver to come out of the West anyway. So no, thank you. Um, so yeah. Um, so what's the next three six? So actually, well, I want to save three six too. Four and five is Blazers Jazz. That's gonna be a good series, I feel like as well. Yeah, I, I, I love seeing Donovan go up against McCollum and, and Lillard and then. Yeah, that's a that's a now that Nurkic just hurt that'll be a good series. That's a coin flip. Uh, yeah, and that, and that sucks. Yeah, that. that's because, terrible. Because they, I think Portland wins that because they could have made some noise too. I mean, they could have mm-hmm. beaten all those teams besides maybe Golden State. Yeah, I agree. In my opinion, I mean, they have the second best backcourt in my opinion behind the Warriors. Mm-hmm. I mean, McCollum and Lillard are fantastic to watch. Yeah, uh, McCollum's super underrated, and uh, so is Lillard still. I mean, yeah. they, they, they the Portland just doesn't get enough love. No, they don't. And, and and it's where they are, and it's it's just the West they Coast. They never really so, won anything. West Coast is so loaded uh, with teams. 
Especially with Golden State now. Especially with like teams like the Lakers who are just amazing. Well, the Clippers are the Clippers are the more uh, better team. No, I'm not gonna say better. They're the more well. They're better as in I think free agents are gonna want to go there more than Lakers now. Yeah, easily. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because of Doc and because of they're still Jerry winning. West. They're still winning, and you it's still stay no one on that team. Still LA. Lou. Besides Lou. Um, so anyway, the Portland Jazz series. I mean, I love Donovan Mitchell. Yep. So uh, he's. I think last year I think I said he was my favorite player to watch, like all throughout his rookie year. He's just. I just. I just like the way he plays. Yeah. He plays hard, passion. He's. He's. He's not the most athletic guy. I mean, he's pretty athletic, but he's not the most athletic, and he's not the most talented at everything. But he just. He he. If that okay, this is what I've said about the Jazz in the last couple of years, or last year to this year. If this. If this were 10 years ago and there wasn't super teams, the Jazz could easily win a finals with this team. With Donovan Mitchell, with one player being Win super, the finals? They could, they could go all the way 10 years ago when there wasn't like a super dominant, heavy, like, like team. The Celtics were a super team. The Lakers were a but super I'm team. But I'm saying before that, like how okay, the teams okay. were used to be built, like, you know, back in the... It wasn't all free agent... Let's all get together. Yeah. Not five, not six, win. not seven. They yeah. can easily win with Donovan Mitchell and Gobert as the two main guys. And you Joey really think so? Yeah. He he's that talented and they're that good. I think that they could. But now it's 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 hard. Like, yeah. They they're still a piece away from really contending. Yeah. But um, just they're, sol- they're a solid team. Mm-hmm. They are well coached. They're uh, they got some gritty guys on that team like Joe Ingles and mm-hmm. uh, they got to move on from Ricky Rubio. Unfortunately, think so? who, who I think is a good, who I think is a good point guard, but yeah, he's just not going to fit with that team. Donovan Mitchell needs the ball in his hands. He's an off guard. He's like James Harden, in my opinion. He's an off guard. Who needs ball. the ball? Yeah, ball handler. Mm-hmm. Um, so they need to find someone who can probably shoot. Uh, and then um, so they're so they're like a piece away, and and then moving on from him. But that'll be a fun matchup. Who do you think wins Blazers Jazz? How long does the series go, you guys think? I'm going to say the Jazz, and I'm going to say it goes seven. I'll say Jazz and six. I think Jazz and six, too. Yeah. I think it's going to go. Who, who's the higher seed? Blazers. Portland. So, Blazers <laughs> will have a game seven in yeah. their house. But they got oh. swept by the Pelicans last year, man. Yeah, but that's last year. Exactly. I, I think they're so it's, a so worse it's, team than last year. With Nurkic out. I mean, at least Nurkic their, was around. Who's their starting center now? It's going to be Ennis Cantor now. Oh, yeah, Cantor. So, yeah, that, that, that's who I was trying to think of last week who they got. Man, he's too busy trying to flee from the Turkish president who's trying to assassinate him. Actually, yeah. Uh, now, now that Cantor's on that team, they're getting swept. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really... I like Cantor as, as a player, but he's not a... The next game is $20 million a year. He's not a winner. Oh. He's not a winner to me. You know, you look at a guy and you go, that guy's a winner. Yeah. He's not a winner to me. He's a, I, I'm going to go get my money, I'm going to go get my numbers, and I, and I don't care. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to flee from Turkey. Um, I don't know why I keep saying that. Okay, so uh, Rockets-Clippers. That's the series I wanted to save because there is so much history with those two teams, with the Chris Paul trade, yeah. guys getting swapped, um, the Rockets coming back from 3-1 down in 2015 to beat them, even though it was Chris and Blake and DeAndre and all of them. Um what do you guys think? Who wins that series? Because that's going to be thing. a seven-game series. To Patrick me. Beverly is going to be up in James Harden's grill and Chris whole Paul series. That's that's going to be a fun matchup. I can't watch. wait for Patrick Beverly to, to to trip one of those guys and, and just piss him off. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, they're definitely going to play physical with that. There's team. there's one key on each team to me for that series. That's going to be Clint Capella for the Rockets, and then it's probably going to be Montrezl Harrell for the Clippers. Yeah. 
Montrez Harrell's super underrated. Yes, he is. Yeah, I think so always, too. He always has been. Yeah, he's 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 like a he's like a Draymond Green. Yep. He, yeah, he's, he's the glue. He's a heart heartbeat glue, and, and they have two of those guys on that team, Patrick Beverly and oh, Montrez yeah. Harrell. Yeah. So uh, now they're both not super talented, but they're super uh, emotional, and and they're gonna they're gonna fight until the end. Right. Literally. Um, Literally. Yeah. So yeah, I th- I I don't th- I don't see it going that far. To be honest, they just don't have enough firepower to stay with them. Who's out the Clippers? The Clippers, yeah. Mm. I, I think it, I think it's five or six. You don't think it goes seven? No. Uh, I mean, they could push them to that if they really get the Rockets under the Rocket skin, which is easily done. I think that's easily done. Yeah. yeah. James Harden doesn't like to be doesn't like to have people up in his. No, James Harden doesn't like anything but James. Does that guy enjoy his life? <laughs> he always has, like, this grin on his face. Like, he just, you know, doesn't like anyone around him. He doesn't like what he's doing. He just seems like he's always, like, the head-down generation. He's just a head-down guy. They have... Like, I, honestly. I, their, their key for their playoff run is going to be, one, Chris Paul's health. Yeah. Yeah. And then That's it's going to be Eric Gordon. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Eric Gordon. Yeah. yeah. And when Eric Gordon plays well... They're so much well, better. They're, they're right up there with the Warriors. Yep. And then P.J. Tucker defending whoever and then, and the then, best and guy. The, and P.J. Tucker scoring, too. Hitting, yeah, he needs to corner, score. Hitting those corner threes down. Yeah. Um, is when they're at their best. But they're going to need they're gonna need both those guys. Because James Harden and Chris Paul are going to do what they do. Right. Um, except for when James Harden goes against Klay Thompson. Because <laughs> Klay Thompson, Thompson clamps him down. Yeah, he does. He gets to the line and he winds up getting his points because he goes to the line 20 times a game. But it's also going to be the playoffs, and that's when he... You don't get those calls. Nope. And, and Clay, Clay's a great defender who doesn't really foul that much. But that's looking down down the road. Right, right. At, at the that's Clippers, if they meet. At the Clippers-Rockets series, yeah. If, if if that's how it is in the first round and they let them play, I mean, they're going to they're gonna get chippy. I, there's there's going to be a lot of technicals in that series. That's what I'm, I'm looking forward more to that, like the fights and the, and the techs and everything more there's so gonna than, there's gonna be a lot. than the actual game. There's, there's some... Because those guys, rough guys on both those teams. Yeah. They don't like each other. Beverly, oh, those guys they, don't like I each other. I think the Clippers in the last like seven or eight years, going back to when Blake and DeAndre were on that team, they've been like the most feuded with franchise. I mean, the Warriors had the huge thing with them for four or five years, even though the Warriors owned the series with them. Yeah, uh, there was just always chippiness with all of them. There's just some. And maybe it's because they've been the thought of the afterthought of, of LA for so long, and, and some of those guys are afterthoughts are coming from other teams. Like Patrick Beverly got moved on from who was, you know, Patrick Beverly's actually older than I always think he is. I think he's like thirty two or something. Yeah. Um, but a lot of those guys. I mean, Montrezl Harrell, the Rockets moved on from him too. Yeah. And he could have been a good piece for them. Uh, Lou Will. Oh, there's just a lot of guys. I haven't mentioned Lou Will yet. Uh, Danilo Gallinari's been moved on a lot from in his career, and he's yeah. talented. Just because he gets injured, yeah, he, when he's healthy, he's he's, he's a, a baller. Yeah. He's he's still balls. He's just never healthy. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot of guys on that team who people move on from. Zubak. You know, uh, so so there's just Mike Muscala. They're kind of just a forgotten about franchise, and I and I think they're always tired of that, and so they just always have some chip on their shoulder. Blake Griffin threw a basketball as hard as he could a foot away from Eric Gordon yep. in that one game. I mean, as hard as he could throw it. It's like, what? or maybe it was Chris Paul. It's like, what are you doing? Well, Eric Those Gordon, guys don't like each other, man. Well, they played with each other, too. Eric Gordon was on the Clippers. and Right. Um, 
So yeah, I just I just think that's where the animosity comes from. The Clippers is is they're just always the second team in LA. They're never gonna do anything, and so they always have a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, I think that series is over in six. I think Rockets take it in six. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I mean, I, th- I think they can easily sweep. That's that team too. You think so? If, if they're playing, if they're playing what they do, yeah. They don't have enough firepower. What do you think? I'm gonna say Clips in seven. Clips in seven. It's a long series. Wow. All right. Well, Game Seven would be in Houston. Yeah. They so missed twenty-seven straight threes in Houston. They did. Well, no Chris Paul either to, to take the ball out of Warner's Chris Paul's gonna hands. get hurt. He's not. He's not gonna. Be he's not gonna make the whole playoffs. He's not gonna make the whole playoffs. He's just. He's not. He never does. I. Uh, the Rockets win the finals last year if he doesn't get hurt at the end of Game Five, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Maybe. I mean, I. Well, I, I don't see the Cavs. I mean, if LeBron beat that Rocket team, oh, he's already to go. But you know he could he could, he could have beaten that team more than he would have beaten the Warriors. But I mean you know that one right there made him the goat according to himself. Uh, <laughs> if, if they would have played like the, so that first game Jr. did his Jr. stuff. Wait, wait, when he was drunk and didn't know. What if the score if they was. would have played like that against the Rockets the first game, they would have blown him out. The Cavs. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because LeBron was just going out of his that's, mind. That's what I'm saying though. So. If, if it would have been the Rockets and Cavs, I think the Cavs could have won that series. But I thought that was more about matchups. I think LeBron just went into that game like, I know this team. I've beaten this team. I, these guys have got nothing on me. They're scared of me. They don't know how to stop me. I'm just going to dominate. And these guys will have no answer for me. What, you're going to throw Iguodala at me? Yeah, but he would have done like, that against the, the Rockets, too. No, I know. I just think there's a little more psychological warfare going on in LeBron's mind. Uh, I'm would, not saying he, he wouldn't try as hard against the Rockets. He would, he, would have, he would have seen James Harden on the other side of the ball. He would have been licking his damn chops. <laughs> You're trying to do anything. Try and knock over uh, Chris, Chris Paul. Then you see Chris Paul over there and be like, "That's crybaby, ain't doing anything to me either." Yeah, I mean, until we go on the banana boat together again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, do we all give our predictions for Rockets Clippers? Or you yeah. say Clips in seven? Mean you got Rockets I, I, I in six? Yeah, five, five or six. Rockets in five or six. I'll say five. Okay. I'll say five. Yeah. Rockets in five. I got Rockets in six. Okay. Uh, so now let's talk about at the moment. And th- th- I hope it stays like this. At the moment, uh, the Warriors would face the Thunder in the first round of the series. Now, minus the whole KD thing, you know, cupcake soft, going back to OKC, whatever. I just think this is a great matchup series. I mean, I think the Thunder really could pull this one out. That's 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 the one team that I think could actually beat the Warriors. I don't think the Rockets are. No, they're just they're just not. They got one that was last year. They got worse. They got worse. They lost Trevor Ariza. Um, They did get a big piece in Kenneth Fareed. Yeah, he's been good since he came over. Who I've always liked. Yeah, but that's when Chris Paul's running the pick and roll with him. Yeah. Um, And Austin Rivers has been really good for them, too. Yeah, he's actually played a lot better. Um, So, I would would say, I I wish that was going to be the conference. I I hope they don't get the eight seed. I hope the Spurs fall back. Yeah. And it somehow winds up being the Warriors' thunder in the conference finals. That's what I want to see. Same here. Um, So, and it would just kind of suck. In my opinion, just just to have that as a first, because in all reality, that's it's just going to be the Warriors and Rockets again. Then, and you want to see something a little different. I'm yeah. a Warriors fan, so I'm not going to say that I want them to lose. So, um, I think it's I, that game. That, that series should go seven. For me, the, it's like Warriors Thunder. Yeah, yeah. The Thunder have shown like when they're playing good, like they'll beat anybody and they'll blow anybody out. I mean, that's how they. They're when they play good, they've shown that they can do that. Yeah. Their key is is Russell Westbrook. Oh yeah, and I, and I know that sounds just like, well yeah, it should be. He's the second best player on their team. Paul George is gonna Paul George. Second they, they best player this year, this year, yeah. 
You don't think no. Paul George? You don't he's think he's averaging a triple double again, third year in a row. There's no way he's the second best player on that team. No, Paul George. Paul George is the best defender on that team, and he's yeah. saved them in games. And okay, Blake, you got a last second shot. Which one of them do you want taking it? Exactly, and, and so wasn't Paul George like 0 for 18 I'm until that sixer shot? Paul, I'm still taking yeah, Paul George every time. Until Jimmy Beller fouled him on the three. What incredible shot! Don't get me wrong. I watching that live. I was like, whoa. But he was like 0 for 18 in his career on game winning or tying shots. At least Westbrook's hit the Nugget shot. He's hit other one. I mean, at least Westbrook has shown up in the clutch. Paul George has like what two? Yeah, but I think Russell Westbrook probably shot it every time. Even when KD was there, he was trying to take it over. Yeah, that's true. Just hero ball. That's that's the thing. He's he's gonna wind up shooting way too much that he shouldn't be doing, and that's my problem that I've always had with him. Yeah. It's not that he's not talented. It's just he's he's his own worst Worst enemy. enemy, Yeah. By far, by far, he he just he shoots his team sometimes out of the game. I mean, when they played the Warriors, he was like one for twenty. Yeah, and he just kept shooting. I was like, dude, you you gotta find someone. And he has the ball to KD. You gotta find. Well, no, this is against the Warriors, like this year. Oh, we were watching it here. Gotcha. It's like, dude, you gotta do something to get to the line or 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 something. Yeah. Do something different than what you're doing. Stop taking jump shots. He's just bullheaded. He just goes. Yeah. He's one of those guys. When you get under his skin, it affects him. Yep. Like he's gonna try and take thirty threes in a row to to get himself going if you're under his skin. Yeah. So he. Clay Thompson. So yeah, and, and Clay. Clay's got a guard in this series. Shout out to Clay. He's, he's the best <laughs> two-way player. Two best two-way player in the league. They're trying to get Clay on the podcast or Steph. I mean, these guys are only like what two hundred miles away. Imagine if we got Steph Curry on the podcast. I think I'd rather have Clay to be honest. Just because he's more interesting. Yeah. So, like, everyone says Clay is like their favorite teammate, but I know nothing about Clay Thompson. I'd love to talk to Clay Thompson. He, he's gotten more open than he has. So what's the ever. best weed you ever smoked, Clay? <laughs> I don't know if he's answering that, but he might. He might give like, you some, well, some KD, crazy answer. A KD a couple years ago on one Matt, of Bill Simmons' podcasts, like let that slide, like accidentally uh, talking about how Clay like got high one night, and I'm like, I don't think you're supposed to like talk about that stuff with your teammates, but or talk about your teammates like that on a national. Clay probably didn't care. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. Uh, you know, these guys know when they're getting drunk. Imagine having, like, imagine having it's just Marcus hot. Cousins sitting in this room. <laughs> <laughs> like, you take up the whole damn room. <laughs> Demarcus Cousins. This room would be his room, and we'd have to knock this wall out yeah. to, to fit us all in. <laughs> Demarcus. But he'd be funny to have on here, though. He would. He would. We should try and get... Man, we got to go to Oracle or something yeah, and try hey, and talk Marcus, to those guys. Yeah. Hey, we have a podcast, and we're nobodies. Come on our podcast. Help us out. We'll pay you. Um, so, predictions for the series. How long does it go? Who wins? If it stays like this. I'm going to say six or seven for the, for the Thunder. It has to. There's no There's no Thunder win in six or seven? No, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. You think I'm going to pick... <laughs> well, that, that's why I had to, uh, had to make I, sure. Now, if this went to the... Western Conference, if this wound up being, I might take the Thunder. Why is that? That was odd. What was that? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, just because <laughs> they, they would have made it that far, and that means they would have been playing well. It's a first-round matchup, and so th- this would be the time to take the Warriors out, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's in the first round. Uh, they're they're going to they're gonna be ready for that series, though. So The Warriors? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But there's there's sometimes I mean like the Pelicans I think uh, they steal the first game a couple years ago against them I think they did against who the Thunder the Warriors yeah uh, no they got swept okay but they were gonna win that game and Steph hit the big shot in the corner yeah that, I think that was game three though was it that, it was in New Orleans for oh, sure oh that's right yeah, because yeah, the yeah. crowd was just silenced after that but they were gonna win that game yeah and they could have won I think game two maybe or something something like that yeah 
but that, I mean that's that's when you have to get it like a champion. I mean in fighting you, you gotta. I mean sometimes you gotta go out and knock them out in the first round or surprise them. Yeah. Uh, but they're not gonna be surprised by the Thunder. No. Do you think that uh, as a Warriors fan, Steve? Do you think that they've lost all their momentum at Oracle Arena? Because all the players have been coming out and saying it was their biggest advantage, and I mean, now they're saying they don't have it anymore. It has been for a while. Uh, like I mean, I've heard Clay come out and say it, Kevin Durant and Boogie. They. I think they're, they're going to find it again in the playoffs. It's the playoffs. Yeah. Been, they, well, it's a roar, the fans, cold, are, the fans have been so... Well, and the thing is, like, tickets are so expensive, whereas, like, the, you know, the real hardcore fans, they can't afford to get in there. No. Yeah. It's just the rich San Francisco doctors. I mean, like, when I went, I mean, you guys saw my tweet. The f- dude next to me in a Curry... What college does Curry the, go to? The dude to? next to me in a... What? In a Curry jersey. <laughs> asked, asked me in a Marvin Bagley jersey, what college did Curry go to? <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, Oracle's Oracle. It's going to be loud. It's, um, it, I yeah, think they kind of blew it out of proportion we, a little bit. But. They, yeah. they become spoiled Oh yeah, uh, over the years going to the playoffs, so I think it's just kind of like, ah, that's regular season. And they're probably, they're probably a sex. They're like, oh, we didn't win 65 games, you know, it's end of the world. Yeah. Oh, who's, who's Baron Davis? Yeah. Oh. Who's oh. Andres Biedrens? The guy behind me. Uh, who's the uh, who's the dream team? Wait, look up on my Derek phone. Fisher? He, who's that? Oh yeah, <laughs> he, oh, yeah he won a t- uh, jump ball against the Alameda. I still remember watching that. He was on the worst. Wait, what? He got a jump ball against Yao Ming and he won. Derek Fisher? Yes. What? Yes. I still remember no, watching this game. That. It was crazy. I remember uh, Nate Robinson blocking Yao Ming. The Yao Ming acted yeah, like it hit him in the eye. eye. Yeah, yeah. And then sat there and yeah. cried. Yeah, he sat there and cried about it like he showed up because he got blocked by a guy two feet shorter. Yeah, shout out to um, Nate Robinson. What do you guys think about the Chase Center already being profitable? It costs $1.3 billion to build. Which I can't, I can't believe someone put that kind of money into it in, in a basketball arena. Have you been to Oracle? I have. Whew. That arena's a pile, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I didn't want to be the fun to say. Oh, no. The is. Coliseum is worse of a pile right next yeah, door. Oak, Oak, and Oak. I love the Raiders, don't come at me. Nice but. job, Oakland, with those. <laughs> Wait, what? I said nice job, Oakland, with those two stadiums. I mean, they're both they're built both like, old. what, the 60s, they're right? Old. And that yeah. parking lot, dude. That parking lot is... Dude, you can't get in there nicely. You can't get out of there nicely. It's bad. Um, the Chase Center is already profitable. They've already made over $2 billion through sponsorships, partnerships, and everything so they've else. they've already paid for it. Yeah, they've already paid for it and made profit. The uh, stadium is officially going to cost $1.3 billion by the time it opens this October. Um, maybe before that for some concerts or something. But when the Warriors get in there, it'll be October. I don't think, um, well, what do you guys think about that? I don't... I mean, speaking on that, I don't think they should open it. Until the Warriors play. Oh, no, yeah. It shouldn't open until their first like that. That's what's selling them. I mean, yeah, of course they're going to wind up having a million concerts in there. But what's going to sell them? I can't them, wait to go see what's, Kendrick or something. What's, what's yeah. going to sell them the most is, of course, the team that's winning right now. It's going to open on September 6th, 2019. So, they are, so they're going to have something before the Warriors. Well, that's preseason, I think. Or maybe it's like a fan fest type thing. Yeah, they'll probably do something. Ch- I'll go to the Chase Center website and see the events they got. But that's crazy. It's already made that much for $2 they'll, billion. They'll, they'll probably do some big opening event. John Mayer, baby. John Mayer will be at the Chase smart. Center in That's September. extremely smart of them to do. <laughs> Dude, John Mayer. He needs to bring Dave Chappelle. If John Mayer brings Dave Chappelle, I will max out a credit card to go see that. Um, <laughs> I love about, John I'm Mayer. I'm about to buy a ticket for that. <laughs> you going to go see John Mayer? You want to go see John, John Mayer? Mayer? I've seen yeah. John Mayer a few times. Really? Yeah. Let's all go see John Mayer. And let's see him talk about Taylor Swift for another album. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Phil Collins will be there October 17th. You want to go see Phil Collins? I can feel it. You guys want to go see that shit? I like Meek's version of that better. <laughs> Meek's version. He did sample that. Yeah. Um, I'm not about the chaser. Who cares? We'll talk Who about cares? 
Um, I got I got Warriors in six. I yeah. hope this isn't the first round matchup. Al, what do you think? Happens? I got Warriors in six. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Compelling content for the podcast. Let's see what else is on the docket. Yeah, Bryce Ryan. Harper. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies fans are already booing Bryce Harper after opening day when he struck out four times. Am I not mistaken? Three, he was two, over three, two strikeouts. Yeah, uh, they booed him and then they hit a home run the next day and they cheered him on. Uh, Philadelphia, you are a bunch of ungrateful ass fans. Um, what do you guys think about this? What, what, the, the, the Bryce Harper circus doesn't surprise me at all. What do you guys think about Scherzer being the guy who's going to pitch to Harper today or tomorrow when they play on ESPN? Um, oh, they're playing the Nationals. Yep. If I was Scherzer, I'd serve him one up. Let him hit a home run. I would. If I, if I were You'd him, serve him one up. If I, if I were Scherzer, I'd hit him. I was saying, if I'm sure, I might throw one in the rib cage real quick. Yeah, I don't know. I just set the tone. Actually, I, would, I wouldn't <laughs> set let the. Tone. You know, I, I, would, I wouldn't let Scherzer do it. I would, I would wait and let like a another guy do it because you can't lose. You can't let Scherzer. They, He's they, like the star. They're gonna, they're gonna, they'll, they'll kick him out of the game. Yeah, because obviously they'll know the reason why he did it. Yeah. So and Scherzer and Harper were cool. I mean, as far as I know, I'm not a huge baseball guy, but but they were cool, right? Like a teammate. Who, who was the one who? Uh, who got choked a few years ago? It was oh, Papelbon, who was but, that? Who, but who who did he choke? Or who did who choked him? Some teammate remember. choked someone? Yeah, Jonathan Papelbon. It was Papelbon. Jonathan Papelbon choked somebody. <laughs> Jonathan Papelbon was choked someone. Was it Bryce Harper? I think it might have been. Dude, if, if if I'm the Nationals, I'm signing Jonathan Papelbon for one <laughs> choked for Bryce a one day Harper. contract, and I'm letting him come in and throw. Yeah, he did choke Bryce Harper. I'm letting him throw. Is Bryce Harper overrated? <sighs> yeah. I, yeah, I mean, yes, but at the same time, he's a twenty-five-year-old superstar, and I mean, I would, I mean, it's it is what it is. A twenty-five-year-old superstar is going to get that kind of money. They lift his helmet off his head like he's the king of England. That's a baseball thing, though. A lot of baseball teams do that. Really? Yeah, like when okay. they get to the dugout, they'll take their helmet. Yeah, off they, their he puts his hair back and did take my crown yeah. off my head. I mean, Harper exaggerates it a little more than everybody else. Does. Yeah, and does his horse mane hair and yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm actually like he's a guy that Philly would hate. Bryce? Yeah. As as far they as already like, do. But I'm saying like as far as his antics and stuff, like I mean, uh, what's crazy is that I remember when Andre Iguodala came to the Warriors. He was talking about Philadelphia and mm-hmm. how they loved him for the first whatever until the end of when he went to, right when he was about to leave and he knew he needed to go. He said that they're so – he knew that he couldn't fill what Allen Iverson did. Even 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 if he was uh, just as talented, they loved Allen Iverson so much and who he was as a guy and just how he was a street guy and all that stuff. And Andre Iguodala wasn't that. Yeah. That he knew no matter what he did, even if he won him a championship, he didn't think that he would be as loved as Allen Iverson was. Even even if he won a title for him. It's, it's just how Philadelphia is. They just they take they take guys like that and they're uh, like they're hardcore you know how they are and Bryce Harper is not that Bryce Harper is the pretty boy he yep. is not the he's not the hard hard nosed guy so they love Joel Embiid I'm sure they love Ben Simmons because they're they're like that they love JJ Redick and, and the 76ers have done a good job getting guys like that to be loved by their fans. Um, so I'm sure they, they probably are like, oh, you know, we got a really good player, but at the same time, they're going to jump on every opportunity to boo him when he plays bad because he doesn't fit their city style. It's, it's just how they've always been. Um, what gives them the right to sit here and boo every athlete? 
what have what have y'all won? What has Philadelphia won? Nick Foles is the hero of that city to me. Yeah, as much as as much as you you know, talk about him a joke, but look how but, much they raise him up because of that. That's no, I know. Them as a city, they're... yeah. I'm, what I'm saying is like they have a huge ego. The Sixers never do anything. I the Eagles I'm... have one Super Bowl. The Phillies never do anything. Like, what here, are y'all talking about? Here's how I always look at it. There's no, there's no such thing as sports without fans. There's yeah. no such thing. Yeah. So they have every right to treat any of the players however they want. You think so? Yeah. I mean, they do it in person and social media. I don't, and public, I don't anywhere. think now. Now saying that, I don't think that they have the right to say racial things to them or stuff like that. But they have a right to boo them because if if they don't like them, whatever, boo them. <laughs> I mean, I was at a Giants I'm game when your Bumgarner got booed off the mound, and he yeah. had a, he had an ERA under two point five at the time, they, they, and literally fans, won them a World Series. Fans, yeah. fans have the right. Do I think it's right? Always no. Do I think they should boo him? Eh, maybe. If, if 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 you're paying a guy three hundred something million dollars, shouldn't be going zero for three in his first start with two strikeouts. But that's what you paid for, to be honest. Last year he didn't really do. Yeah, he wasn't very good last the, year. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I my thing is like they knew what they were getting themselves into. But the fans didn't sign him. That's fair. So they they can. I think Philadelphia them. has the worst fans of sports besides New York. That's just me. Like as far as just being. But ungrateful. see, those are the two most passionate fan bases. I I mm. think. I think that they're I think, passionate because they hate. I mean, no, because what, what they, makes them passionate? Because they because they love their sports so much. They're, I think those are, in Boston. I, I think those are the two best, in my opinion. New York and Philly. Yeah, because they because they. In my opinion, I think the worst is L.A., and that's not because I I don't like L.A. teams because I'm a fan of all the rivalries. It's it's because I think they're the most. Bandwagon, t- like they're not actual fans to me when I talk to them, and and now I'm seeing that with the Warrior fans, people jump onto them and, and they're not actual fans. Wait, what college to career? Yeah, and, and people have the right to be fans of whatever they want to be or, or jump wherever. And, and Drake's the same way. I've watched Drake for a long time, and I don't want to call on Drake and hate. I know him I'm like, wait, Drake. <laughs> but if you watch him, he'll he he was like a. I think he wore a Duke jersey or something one time, and then he's a Kentucky fan. He wore a Zion high school jersey. So, Zion so he's jumping all these teams, but he was just a Kentucky fan a couple years ago. Yeah, shooting air balls with them. And then game. he was a Warriors fan, and, and he's but he's with the Raptors, and it's just he took the team play from Oracle, and he bets on just, shots for twenty Gs with Stephen KD. So guys can root for whoever they want, but to me that's how Lake or not Lakers, LA fans are. You know what I mean? Like that's how I've always viewed them. Like they're they've won for so long. So they're so spoiled that they're wagoning, but when they lose, you see them disappear. A lot of them disappear. And um, I'm trying to think of what my point was. Those guys are going to root for their team until they die. Philadelphia the and the New York. New York they're that's gonna, fair. And, yeah. and that's how old Warrior fans were, too. And that's why it was so great when they made the playoffs. Like, or You would go there every night, and they're, like, you would hear them be that loud as they are now. Mm-hmm. Even when we were losing for 20 years. Yeah. And that's why they were regarded as some of the best fans Ever, and so that's that's how I feel about New York and and uh, Philly. Is they're just whether they're losing a million games or not, they're gonna be the same way every time. They're gonna either boo you because they don't like you, or they're gonna cheer for you because they love who you are as a person and, and a teammate and all that stuff. They're just passionate fans, and they're not gonna change. Whereas, like I said, LA, they're they're jumping ship all the time, and, and oh, we suck, so we're we're gonna go hide in the closet for a while until we become good again. Whereas Philly and New York, they're not going to do that. 
Laker fans, well, I don't know about LA, but just Laker fans are so ungrateful. They That's what I'm saying. They spray down murals of LeBron and whatnot. It's like he hasn't taken a dribble as a Laker. See, yet. and like, I, I don't doing? think I don't think Philadelphia would do that. They may, no, no, that's fair. That's they, fair. They may boo you, but I don't think they're gonna be disrespectful like that. They're gonna go spray paint over a Bryce Harper mural. I don't. I don't think so. Now, I guess we'll see, but. I haven't seen anything like that ever from them or New York. But then again, I mean, well, New York, you know, they got Eli. They have other athletes that have won them. You know, they're going to be beloved forever or whatever. Philly doesn't really, besides Foles, have that. Like, I, That's I, what I'm saying. Allen Iverson was that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Allen Iverson, too. But, like, you know, Kobe is, like, the king of L.A. And then the guy who runs the Lakers is also another king in L.A. So it's like to have this self-proclaimed king, goat, whatever, people didn't like that. I mean, I think that a lot of Laker fans are ungrateful. I'm not from L.A., yeah. so I, you know, I don't know. I'm not like in the thick of things. But nonetheless, you know, they are ungrateful. I mean, the way the season's played out, well, you know, they have some merit and some right to be disappointed. But, but, but before crazy, the season, it was like, come on. But what's crazy to me is so, so that's going to happen. But see, whereas I – if, if the Warriors were in the same... So let's flip and say this is happening to the Warriors. Okay. And the Lakers are good. I'm not going to root for the Lakers now to win and kind of go over to that side, whereas I think the fans of L.A. are kind of like, oh, the Warriors are going to win. I'm going to wear Warrior stuff. I cannot tell you how many Laker fans I've met in my life that turned Warrior fans That's what and I'm saying. winning. And so I, and I think like, it's... Mm-hmm. I think it's a West Coast mentality thing. Yeah, it is. Because, like I said... They're only 300 miles from, apart from each Philadelphia, other. Philadelphia, well, I think it's just... The culture, I think, is different. Whereas Philadelphia and New York are passionate. The East Coast stuff is passionate. They're not doing that stuff. Like I said, they're diehard Eagle fans, diehard Sixer fans, diehard Giants fans, Jets fans. They hate the Mets. They hate the Knicks. Yankees. They watch every Nick game and the Knicks material yeah. for 15 And that's years. how I am with sports, too. Mm-hmm. And, and, and every fan should be able to root for whoever they want. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like whoever they want or, or jump ship whoever they want or whatever they want to do. But I'm just saying, as like a as like an outside view, looking at all these all these teams, that's how I feel about the West Coast versus the East Coast. I just think there's a, a different mindset with it. Whereas, not saying that I don't think that there's the same type of fans over here. It's just there's going to be more guys jumping ship to other teams over here than there is over there, in my opinion. Any any thoughts on this debate? <laughs> No, I'm just a Kings fan sitting in solitude over here. <laughs> sitting in <laughs> solitude. And, and see, and there are fans like that that are. Dude, like Kings fans are so loyal. But that's how. But that's how like the Warriors. dogs. Bro. That's how the Warriors. Like, Kings fans are so loyal. That's how the Bay Area was for a while. with The Warriors. Yeah. There's and and, and what will wind up happening is the Warriors at some point will be bad again, and then if they're gonna jump ship and they're gonna go back to LA or or whatever team they're gonna. I'm a Lakers fan. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, or you'll never hear from them again. You know, because I'm, I'm telling you, 10 years ago, I was never seeing a Montellus or Baron Davis jersey walking around. I was probably about the only one who had anything, and I, and I didn't really have much either, but... Uh, it was a pretty ugly jersey. I didn't... Well, that and just, like, <laughs> I just didn't meet any Warrior fans ever. Yeah. No, like, when people, when people would say, like, oh, who's your favorite NBA team? It'd be the Lakers, the Kings, sometimes, uh, yeah. the Celtics... Uh, and then you get the occasional the heat because the heat around or, or the occasional wagoners that they say they're Spurs fans, but even though they're not yeah. Spurs fans, shut up, you're not a Spurs fan <laughs> unless you really like basketball because they weren't show off team. They yeah, were, no, they were a fundamental team. So right. the uh, big fundamental. I mean, really, yeah. that's how it is right now. Like I'll walk around with your favorite NBA team, and you know they'll, they'll, say, they'll say Warriors or they'll say Lakers. Yeah, and you know it's just you know it, and when they eventually do become bad, like you said, it's gonna change. And yeah. 
they're going to jump ship to, you know, either the most exciting player or the most exciting team. Well, we saw that with the Giants, too, when they yep. were winning their World Series. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, there's all these Giants fans everywhere. Well, and, and like I said, I don't think that happens. I, and obviously, I don't live on the East Coast. But I just I feel like that's not a thing over there. They're yeah. just kind of old in their ways and how they, how they are as fans. There are more teams kind of over there, too, so. Yeah. They're ingrained in their positions. Well, part of the reason the Warriors have the fans that they do is because, I mean, I hate the Warriors every ounce of me, don't get me wrong, but they are so exciting to watch. Oh, yeah. They're oh, yeah. so fun Absolutely. to watch. Absolutely. I, I can watch them play the Suns and I would have a good time. Yep. Whereas I couldn't watch, I don't know, I couldn't watch the Thunder play the Suns. Yeah. God, it's I, I wouldn't watch oh, that. It's but if it's the Warriors playing anybody, I'm going to watch just because they're so fun to watch and it makes them really easy to like. Yeah. But at the same time, they're really easy to hate. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, that, that's just always been my uh, take on fans around here. Um, of course, just, this you know this is Reading, Anderson, yeah, Chico. But I, I, this isn't you know yeah, San Fran, yeah. LA. This isn't a major city. Yeah, or we're, Sac. Not, we're not. Yeah, we're not. But, but Sacramento, here. all of Sacramento loves their Kings. I, I don't go to Sac yeah. and ever meet a Laker fan ever. Yeah, like they're that's all. True. If kings. there's a guy wearing a Lakers fan, at Golden well, I mean there he is. Gets, he gets ripped on. Trophy. I mean, I mean there is. Definitely there. Oh, when I go to like a Laker game, there's more Laker fan than Kings fans. Like this last year, or yeah. you know, this year when I went, oh dude, there's seventy percent purple and gold jerseys. Yeah. How many of them were twenty three jerseys though? A lot. There you go. I had a Kobe jersey on, so that's a real one right there. Like eight that. Jerseys? It had, it had Adidas on. When, when it's got the Adidas print, that means it's the You're a real one. You're a real one. <laughs> I've been cheering for the Lakers for a decade. Yeah, I, I loved Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I just uh, grew up with Laker fans. I'm actually so. an Allen Iverson fan. I have a Georgetown jersey in my car. <laughs> Are you a Patrick Ewing fan too? <laughs> um, any other? What were we talking about originally? What was the original topic? So we were talking. Oh, about, Bryce Harper. Yeah, we did this earlier with some conversation where we just totally but, went left. But, well, that's but a, they, this is a good conversation, tangent. though. It's it's this is what this podcast. So yeah. Is so well, you were saying you, you like oh, oh. they have the right of booing him or whatever, and I said, oh, they have every right because they didn't pay. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean not. I didn't. I didn't mean they didn't have the right. I just think Philly's the most ungrateful sports fan base, to me. I think um, they're mo- more so um, impatient. Like when they see someone sign for three hundred and whatever million dollars, I mean they're expecting him to hit a home run every at bat. I mean, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Yeah. If you got three hundred thirty million, that's, I mean, you yeah. can expect him to hit a home run at least a, every game. I mean, if I'm going to a Phillies game and Harper doesn't hit a home run, I feel like I wasted my money. Yeah. And I guarantee that's how they feel too. They're like I said. They're just. They're just a different level of passion mm-hmm. and loyalty to their team. And they're not paying the checks and all that stuff, so they can easily have an opinion on... Uh, well, they are paying the checks, technically. No, they, yeah, they really are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so, they, so they do have yeah. the right to boo them, and, and they're going to the game and all that stuff. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I would love to go to the game there. I would love to go to a game in a lot of different cities, but... I would, too. Um, just, just to take in the cultures. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like Fenway. And I want to make my way to Staples. I mean, that's just right down the coast. I still haven't made my way to Staples, but I have a whole life ahead of me. There's a, there's, there's a lot of cool stadiums that I want to go to. Like the new Florida one's dope. The Marlins. The Marlins. Dude, the yeah. Chase Center. I want to get to the Chase Center soon. Well, well, but the yeah. ticket prices are going to be so but, but it's, jacked. But Even the ticket prices for Oracle are so high. Yeah. The, uh, Concert tickets at Oracle are high. The yeah. stadium that I want to go to, that I've always wanted to go to, I don't know, I love the Astro Stadium. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I want to go with there the train so and, and all that stuff. It's just... I just always, for some reason, I've always liked that stadium looking at it. They're in PNC Park in Pittsburgh. 
Yeah. With the gold bridge in the backdrop. And, and then of Heinz course, Field. Then of course Heinz Wrigley. 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 You want to visit all the old stadiums? Yeah. I've been to AT&T so much that, but AT&T is one of the best ballparks in oh, baseball. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Big old Easily. glove. You know, I got the Coca-Cola bottle. The ocean setting. Gi- the Giradelli set up behind the Coke bottle. Yeah, that's around the bay. You can't beat that, man. Yeah. The people in their canoes waiting for home runs. I think I there's a lot that. of good places, but no one's saying, hey, I want to go to Oakland Coliseum. Yeah. <laughs> Worst arena in sports. Um, I just hope that Meek Mill isn't pissed off at me after all that. Um, Meek, if you're listening, I'm sorry. So, John Calipari. Uh, let's talk about John Calipari. He agreed today, and this is an April Fool's joke. Uh, this is from Sports Illustrated. He agreed to a lifetime contract with Kentucky. Uh, he discussed his deal with Kentucky on the UK Sports Network. He said, it has nothing to do with the other stuff. People call me every year. They presented it to me, and I appreciate it. Talking about Kentucky. Uh, Calipari was offered a six-year, $48 million deal from UCLA. The Athletics' Seth Davis reported on Monday. Seth Davis is a good source. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two sides were in extensive contact before Calipari told UCLA last week that he was not interested in leaving Kentucky. Calipari is currently the highest-paid basketball coach in the country and is making $9.2 million this year, according to USA Today. Kentucky allowed UCLA to speak with Calipari, but once the school learned the offer's legitimacy, it offered Calipari an extension that would include a 10-year term as a coach and... Um, yeah, go down here. So the deal also includes a promise to serve as a paid ambassador for the school after he retires. He signed a contract extension in 2017 that runs through 2024. Obviously now he's going to be there until he dies or retires or whatever. Uh, what do you guys think about this? Cal Parry being a lifer at Kentucky. I think this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, th- those are, I mean, we've talked about contracts before, like crazy ones. Th- this one's Fresh crazy armor. to me just because it's like there's not a year technical term on it. It's like... It's like, it's like LeBron's Nike deal. Like, no, we'll just have you till you die. Yeah, basically. We'll just pay you till you it's, die. It's just an indefinite term. Yeah. It's it's, it's kind of crazy, but at the same time, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like, as I don't know about Steve here, but as long as, like, me and you have been alive when you, we watch Kentucky basketball, or when you even think of Kentucky in general, you think John Calipari. Yep. You don't think about football or baseball. I mean, you think John Calipari. Well, it's the same yep. with Duke and... Oh, yeah. It's and the, the same with Duke, UNC, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know, it's just, it feels, it would have been weird to see him go to, like, UCLA. Yeah. There's, a, there's, really a, there's a lot of teams that I'm sure will wind up doing this. Like, I'm sure Duke will probably do this with Yeah, you got to give they Coach already K haven't K done it. Yeah. And who knows if teams have done this before and they just kind of just release, like, different things. Who knows, but. Or don't tell the media because it's none of their business yeah, or whatever. Who, who wants to talk to the media anyway? So. Yeah, exactly. Um, At Kevin Durant. But, yeah, there's a, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of teams that have coaches for a long time. I mean, uh, Bowden was with FSU for a long time. Uh, Shaka Jordan, Smart has been at Texas for a while now. Well, no, he was, he was BCU, a, Yeah, BCU. he was at VCU for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jim Mayheim's been at Syracuse for a while. Oh, yeah, he has. So he was, yeah. He was Izzo, with, MSU. Yeah. So there's been guys, uh, Joe Paterno, before he passed away, was with Penn State. Peace. Forever, yeah. Um, and we and we and, and I do at some point want to talk about Joe Paterno. And his, you're all, very all passionate about the Joe Paterno. I mean, we, can, we can talk about that right now if you want. Uh, I I want to kind of have like a a game plan. Yeah, to go into it because I gotcha. Uh, There's a, sometime in August when his, there's something about baseball going on. We'll come in here and just, his, just his, riff. Uh, his story is just so interesting to me, and how they need to do a thirty for thirty on him. How he was written out. Yeah, someone called Bill Simmons for a thirty for thirty. Well, he's not at ESPN anymore. 
but how he's been written out and just just everything. Towards I, Legacy Down when he was still alive and then he just died yeah, right after. And, and, and he, it, they knew he was sick and they still did it. Like, so yeah. I, I just thought his legacy's been treated terribly and, and, and I'll go into all that stuff at some other point. But guys like that, though, who have been with, with teams forever, you know, uh, John Wooden, of course, with UCLA, um, going back a while for that. But um, And some guys that are attached to teams for a long time, like, like uh, the coach for Georgetown, I don't, I can't even remember his name right now. Uh, I have no idea. Thompson, like, I, I can't remember his name. Ben Thompson, no. Uh, John Thompson? I think his name's John Thompson. He's not there anymore. I think his son is now the coach. I think Patrick Ewing's a coach. Or Patrick Ewing's Patrick Ewing's the head coach of Georgetown. But I think it was John Thompson? I, I want to say his name is John Thompson. Um, yeah, I could try and Google this. Uh, anyway, just just guys like that. I'm surprised teams don't offer, or and like I said, they, they could already offer stuff like that. But it, yeah. it's it's cool when they when schools give nods to guys. John for, Thompson the third. Yeah, for thirteen years. Yep. So he was there for a while until twenty seventeen. Got rid of him. Patrick Ewing's been there. Yeah. So um, anyway, uh, and, and like I said, who knows if teams are doing this or have been doing this already? But it just gives a nod to guys who have been successful and have brought the program so much success to to give them. A, to give back to them like that, to say, hey, you know, we're fully invested in you forever. Yeah. And this is where we want you to be. We don't want you anywhere else. And thank you is basically what it says to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, breaking news here, actually. Um, oh, I haven't heard LeVar that. Ball. Oh. He says... <laughs> LeVar Ball says LaMelo is not going to play in college. He's definitely going overseas to play next season in either Australia sure. or China. China. Uh, he has ended all hopes of playing at the collegiate level. Um, what do you guys think about this? The, the the big baller himself also saying that they quote ridded themselves of the snake in the big baller brand empire. Uh, well, because that Allen guy who why would you let a guy who got arrested for money laundering run, run the financial? Well, th- they <sighs> he only he only had sixteen percent or whatever, so he wasn't gonna really do much. He had enough control to steal one point five million. But they're right out of a checking account. They're probably making more than that, so I'm sure. sure. Yeah, big baller brand. They're not anymore. They're probably making. No. they probably were making a ton of. Oh, money when Lavar first oh, came in out, 2017. Yeah, they were making that's never probably, lost. That's, oh, that's probably when he yeah. sold it, though. I don't think he sold one point whatever in in a one day. I think he's probably been siphoning it out slowly for. Oh, a that's yeah. yeah. Taking 20, 30 grand from each. Yeah, whatever. and who knows? Yeah. I mean, he could have been putting it into whatever. You know, it may not have even been money that he actually stole. It could have been him putting it into assets that he had somewhere else. But um, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. They're they're why though? That just doesn't even make sense. They're going to do their own crazy thing, and they're basically to me, they're saying they're boycotting the NBA always. Either and, that, or he's boycotting the Lakers. And at this point, I blacklist them. Don't want to play in the NBA. Who Melo? Yeah. Mm. Don't let the don't even let the family in the NBA anymore. They want to put a bad name on stuff like this. I mean, that's putting a bad name on. Because the NBA is the best league in sports right now. Yeah, absolutely. With yeah. the best commissioner. Yeah. He says, um, "I'm I'm gonna let you know the plan right now." This is Lavar. I'm gonna let you know the plan right can now. You, so can you use his voice when you're reading it, please? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can do a good Lavar, but uh, and uh, in college, I already know what they're about to do. Like we go investigate. We're not gonna. <laughs> We're we're not going to let him play until we let him play. We're not going to let you do all that big mouth talking, and then we're going to hold him back in a whole year go by. 
the G League, I'm not going to let 28 to 29 year old dudes tee off on my son and try to make a name for himself. So he's definitely going overseas. None of that makes sense. I mean, they would tee off on him. They would, they would but, yeah. you know, for good reason. I mean, Oh, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. Um, so, you know, I never really thought any both the brothers were as good Lomelo's, as Lonzo. Lomelo's decent. He's not terrible. No, he's not. He's not. Bad. So, so bad. to me, that just says that he's soft. Yeah. You're not going to let these guys tee off on him? Oh, so you're protecting your son? Yeah, yeah. why not? Well, if you see him, he's like 110 pounds. What do you mean, tee off and it's say boxing? You think they're going to go <laughs> and just beat him up? Yeah. Andre Ingram's going to show him the business. That's what's Andre Ingram will give anyone the business in the deal. So gonna... Andre Ingram's like, You don't want go. Anthony Bennett to back him down or something? <laughs> Anthony Bennett. <laughs> is Anthony Bennett alive? Like, where's Anthony Bennett? Oh, he's probably owning he's some McDonald's seen. somewhere. <laughs> owning? He's probably at the McDonald's, probably, probably sitting there eating. Four-year-old, 85-pound kid in preschool eating donuts. <laughs> <laughs> probably asking him if he can have his McChickens. Shout out um, to Blake. Blake's Yeah, shout out to my old fat self. Um, he plays for the Agua Caliente Clippers of the NBA G League. Okay, so he does. Uh, he played college ball for University what of Nevada. What's his numbers looking like? And I'm not it, talking about his stats. I'm talking about that weight. Oh, uh, his, I heard his stats were actually. If I think, if I'm thinking of the right player, I think his stats are actually doing pretty decent. Hmm. Uh, oh no, see. I'm thinking of Spencer Hawes. Never mind. Spencer Hawes. Spencer Hawes. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Spencer Hawes been lighting it up. Anthony Bennett looks 47 years old. Um, no, let's see. He has played in 25 games this year. He's averaging 12 points. Um, he's averaging <laughs> yeah, definitely Spencer 4.6 rebounds, 1.3 assists. What's that weight? <laughs> Wait, how tall? <laughs> what is it? Because I treat him like Pablo Sandoval. What's that weight? I treat him like Pablo Sandoval. <laughs> That's the new segment, bro. What's that weight? Uh, let me look it up. Anthony Bennett weight. How tall is he? he Anthony Bennett is 6'8". Yeah, okay. 240 pounds. Oh, so he's built like LeBron. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, that has to be a lie. There's no way. Yeah, it's there's, it's there's like Eddie Lacy. That boy is at least 500 pounds. <laughs> that boy. <laughs> he had to have been. But it, it's, yeah. it, actually, that's a weird thing to like. that's like ruined some guys' careers has been weight problems. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm surprised it doesn't happen. Boris Diaw. Boris Diaw was a great player for the Spurs. He was crafty. He, I like to watch him Boris Diaw play with those guys. He just he couldn't never stop well, they're eating Pablo, food. They're, they're I mean, Pablo. Pablo, yeah, Pablo Sandoval, same thing. He's better when he's the boy. That boy broke his belt. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> he just couldn't get enough of Mama's cooking. <laughs> Him and uh, he also who's, who's Eddie Lacy. Oh, he couldn't get enough of Mama's cooking. Jamarcus Russell. Oh, Jamarcus Russell. He could not stop eating that Krispy Kreme and falling asleep in a team meeting. They all met up at McDonald's and got the two for five McRib. And took took the Sprite and dumped the purple drink in there. The the promethazine? Yeah. Yeah, Put a little promethazine in that Sprite. The codeine. The codeine. The syrup. The lean. I'm on the codeine. Uh, (laughs) They're taking their big first-year contracts and just spending it on lean. Yeah, just lean McDonald's. That's what, that's what I'll never understand. Like, ima- imagine you're that talented. How can you throw it away? Get greedy. I always get so mad, like, thinking it's about right it. It's right there, it's like, man. That money is at a It's probably because it's just so easy. You're like, I can either go work out or I can sit here and still have $20 million. Yeah, but those guys are broke now. Oh, yeah, now they are. Now, so now they're looking back on it like, oh, well, I messed up. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have slept in those 18 meetings. Yeah. That's, I mean, seriously. Yeah. I was, I, and I'd always root for those guys too to come back. Like I was rooting for Jamarcus Russell. When Why? He, when he was because I want to see him turn it around. Because I mean, he it, blew it, his it, chance. It's such a good story, though. Like if if he were to have come back, 
That's fair. Because I, and I'll, I'll transition to this. And there's been guys that I think have gotten bad, who got written out of the league. We talked about Tim Tebow at one point, but he he just wasn't as talented. But a guy like Vince Young, to me, mm. was was written out of the league for I don't know why. I mean, he he had some good years in uh, what was it Tennessee? Yeah. He was he was having a good decent career, and then all of a sudden teams just didn't want to sign him for some weird reason, and it didn't really make sense to me. Um, and so I don't understand why some teams give other guys chances. Like Eddie Lacy got multiple chances with teams. Yeah, he did. To fix a to fix a problem with his with his weight. Yeah, I think that now the AAF is going to give a lot of those players second chances, which is just another reason I really like the AAF. Didn't they close down? Like they don't have. Did they make it through the weekend? I read a report on Friday night that they may not make enough money through the weekend or really? to to make it through last weekend. Yeah, I'll see if they're still around. That's crazy. I know that Johnny got knocked out. And he, man, he's he's been he got done. Knocked out. Yeah, he he, uh, he, got he was trying to go for a tackle and some dude need him in the head. His wife is divorcing him now. He's in Vegas getting drunk because his wife's divorcing him. Oh, dude, I, he needs to get his life together, man. You shouldn't celebrate your wife leaving you unless, like, she's the problem. And I'm pretty sure, He's just from the look of Johnny Menzel's life, I don't think she's the problem. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I don't want to speak further on it. Uh, well, that's, that's the thing, though. Like, going back to my point, it's like, I I mean, I don't feel bad for him at all at this point. Menzel? No. No, because you should. Because he's talented, and, he, and it's like he just doesn't. Throws it away for alcohol. Keep, he's just going to keep partying and, and doing dumb things. Yeah. It's like, get some common sense. Be more talented than His that. His parents are rich. He doesn't have to worry about money anyway. Yeah, but but the guys who are talented and aren't, who are coming, I mean, Jamar Sosa, I'm sure, had, I, I don't really know his whole background story, but I'm sure he didn't come from a wealthy family. Yeah. Uh, so it's just crazy. And sometimes money, you know, tears things apart. You know, once you've never had money and then you get money, it, it, uh, it destroys your life because you've never had it, so you just go crazy. So I think, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's so important for maybe colleges to send guys through financial uh, courses or have a financial guy even starting in college who if they think they're going to go to uh, the next level. The is government that- is disgusting. How do they not in high school teach us how to do taxes? How to, I mean, like, I've I done should, taxes should- for my personal friends before because I know how to do them. Like, yeah. And I don't want to be an accountant. It's just they have no idea what they're doing, and like that's okay. I mean, I had to be taught too, but they don't teach this stuff in school, Actually, college. Uh, they, uh, I, I had a class uh, that that I that I went through and it taught me. But I mean, I had to actually take a class. It was a business account. Exactly. Class. They're not just gonna give it to you in your econ so, class. But, <laughs> but they should. No, that's what I'm should, saying. It should be a course. It should be like. Uh, that's exactly you, what you I'm guys saying. Had, you guys had like a driver's training course, right? Nope. They took that. My the freshman year was last year that they had that. So see, <laughs> they should. I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, that needed to be taken out. But if you put in like a, a semester of, of that, uh, just just simple stuff, home ec stuff. Yep. Changing the oil on your car if you have to. Yeah. Just, just. So I had to go work at Kia to find that out. I had yeah. no idea how to do that. And it's easy. It's, dude, it's so easy. I'll do uh, it. I'll do it myself the rest of my life. Yeah, it's cheaper and, and it just yeah, makes you just sense. gotta buy the oil. But there's a lot of stuff. You know, you should. Everyone should learn how to cook certain things or. Uh, just Man, if y'all can't cook still, <laughs> I can't wait to get a girlfriend because I'm just gonna keep her around by just cooking for her. I feel like that's just like the key. <laughs> you can cook for me, but you're not my girlfriend. I don't know why you'd be my girlfriend. Like, like I love you and all, but I don't want to be my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to weirdly sit in this closed room in this conversation. <laughs> in a dark room. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. 
yeah, I, I yeah. I mean, that's a problem in society that you know we can go on. Well, I mean, it's about that time for oh, that's hot with <laughs> with Steve Haslam. Um, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. um, what do you got for us this week, Steve? For for that's hot. What's what, what's piping hot? What's what's it's gonna burn the fingertips off your hands hot? I'm not even gonna say that. It's, I I do want to talk about the draft because it is getting closer. NFL. Yeah. Okay. So so I'm just gonna stay with that. Alright. Um, so the draft's in what twenty? It's the twenty fifth, I think. Uh, let 20, me see. I'm looking it up right now. 24th? April twenty fifth through twenty seventh yeah. in Nashville. Yeah. So uh, we're three and a half weeks away. So yeah, I, we hit it on earlier with with uh, what I think what I think is gonna happen. Um, Let's see what Mel Kiper Jr. thinks. So I I'm guessing he's still saying Kyler Murray number one. There is there is some uh, interesting things though. I, I think this could be the year that a lot of teams trade, make some trades down, and then it it always just makes more sense to me. It's like why not get more picks? Like if you're rebuilding, why not get more picks? One pick isn't gonna be, one one draft pick unless it's a unless there's a surefire quarterback that you're gonna take isn't gonna change your team. I think picks like seven through fifteen, those are prime trading spots. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and, and if you have two of those, whew, you've got yeah. some cornerstones. Raiders, yeah. or they got twenties, but Raiders got but three still, first round still, picks still. Anywhere in the I'm team. hyped for the you, draft. That's the crazy thing is that there's only two rounds in in uh, NBA, basketball. Yeah. And there's seven in, in the NBA, and there's 150 <laughs> in MLB or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It, 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 that, I, I don't even know the draft in, in baseball. I yeah, never would ever watch it or anything. No. Oh, Any, so anyone boring. could be anything in that, to be honest. I don't watch the NBA or NFL draft. And, and really I just check the results. I, I, I do in the first probably three rounds for the NFL. Three rounds? Yeah, I, watch I, the, I watch the first three rounds. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because it's kind of... It's cool. It, it, it's, it's, it, it's a cool process. Uh, NBA, I don't. I watched maybe the lottery picks. I, I went mean, to a draft party. That was pretty fun in the NBA. And, and, and that'd be really? cool, too. Yeah. Which, I think the at? Sacramento, when they drafted Bagley last year. Oh. The 49ers just cool. sold. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Huh. The 49ers just sold two seats in their war room. For oh, I see that. The war doing, room? For what, are they, <laughs> what are they donating it to? I think they some, were donating some, it they're, they're donating some uh, charity, which oh, is cool. Okay. I didn't know if they were donating it to the Paradise Fund or not or whatever. Uh, I don't think so. Cool. No, okay. I don't. I don't think so. I wasn't Maybe. sure. I didn't click on the article. I, I didn't read it either. I just saw it was some charity, which is which is cool. I think more teams should do stuff like that. Oh yeah. You know how cool it would be to sit in the in the in the room that the you think guys they, are deciding the future on. You yeah. think they kick you out if they were saying, "Oh, we're gonna do this," and you're like, "No, no." Oh. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I don't know. I don't know who it would be. Like who's who's gonna be in there? Or who bought the seats? Uh. I'm sure it's probably people who are probably aren't even sports fans. No. Yeah, probably. People so probably don't even care. Yeah, yeah. Imagine they say like, "Yeah, we're gonna trade the draft pick," and you're you're te- what? You're te- no, no. You're texting like other people. You're like, "Dude, the 49ers are gonna trade this pick." <laughs> yeah. Like I already have information. So they text them Tom McShay. So they, pro- they, pro- they probably already like take their phones and stuff. Oh, there's no way. Yeah. yeah. And they sign a non-disclosure. They do yeah. all that good stuff. I'd I mean, you guys know what that's all about. You guys have signed on disclosures before. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to be in there. I want to be in there to, to say stuff like that. I'd be like, no, 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 don't draft him. <laughs> like you just become the GM. Wait, take over what? John, Who is that? Take over, over John Lynch's spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but I'd walk in there and be like, hey, I'm sitting in this chair, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> See this Phil Jackson seat over here? I'm sitting in this one. <laughs> the the, the Zen big, master the chair. Big, the big chair. This is mine. <laughs> I paid twenty two thousand dollars. What'd you guys pay? <laughs> Yo, you guys are getting paid to do this. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're getting paid. Yeah, I'm gonna pick up the phone call yeah, and yeah. pay too. 
Yeah, actually, that's probably what they'll do. That'll actually be cool. Like, no, imagine doing no. that. Calling call, call Roger Goodell, uh, hey. Oh, uh, my God. Hey, I would give him an ear. Hey, hey, hey Roger, uh, I'm going to give you the pick in a second, but uh, change what you're doing, please. How about you just quit? How about you give your private imagine jet back? You pay $22,000 to tell Roger Goodell to quit. <laughs> to call him the pick and tell him to quit. That's my hey, yearly hey, salary hey, over hey, here. Hey, Adam Silver's way better than you. <laughs> He's gonna take over your job as soon as they let go of you. Imagine that if there was a commissioner that was the commissioner of like all the sports, like the three major sports. I'm silver, baby. He could do he, it. He'd be, he'd I, do give it. me I'm silver all day long. I'm silver knows how to deal with these people. He, he knows how to deal with racist, mental health. He's like, dude, he knows how to deal with everything. Did you see the uh, Boston fan got banned? Yeah, I seen that. Thank God. I don't know. For basically the same thing that happened in Utah to Russell Westbrook. Was he talking shit to Kyrie or something? Oh, I don't sorry. know. I don't know. Was he was, he was, was talking bad to Kyrie? It, it was, was a boogie, boogie, yeah, back in January. He threw an end bomb at Boogie. He, he was saying racial stuff. Oh, yeah, you can't do that. And they couldn't, they couldn't really... Did like, you hear how old he was? He was young, I know. He's like 14. Yeah, he was young. Oh. So he got banned for two years, I think. Yeah. Wow. Good job, Boston parents, raising your kids right. Something, something like <laughs> that. It was, it was a couple-year ban. And... Uh, they didn't. They didn't even have it like evident, like indisputable evidence that you could see him on the tapes saying stuff to him, but they couldn't make out, of course, what he was saying. But Boogie's, everyone around him were saying was saying he was making racial comments to him. But good for the Boston Celtics making a stand and, and saying, look, you know, we're not going to stand for this. Yeah. You're not. You're not allowed back in here. Yeah. And I think that's what teams are going to have to do, which is going to suck because I'm sure there's a lot of that going on. But it needs to be cleaned up. No, as, 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 but I'm sure yeah. Adam Silver. Is, is the one behind it all. He's got yeah. me. He, yeah. I, I just know him as, I don't know. But I know his intentions from listening to him and yeah. uh, all that. It's It's got to be from him. I, I think he does a great job of protecting the integrity of the league. I mm-hmm. think that he and does a great job of, yeah, of, of pulling the strings, but not like in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Not like the Roger Goodell way where we're going to make every pass interference reviewable so we can overturn calls and we could because control the game trained. even more. In the words of Richard Sherman, which I agree with Sherman. I agree with Sherman on a lot of this stuff. Well, he's I'm a not smart guy. He went to Stanford. He graduated Stanford. Yeah. He actually wrote out all four years with his buddy Andrew Luck. Are you guys? Um, are you? Are you? Are you done with that? Hot. I don't want to interrupt. That that's hot. If you had any more. No, it's 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 It was just basically based on the draft. I think it's 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 just gonna be a. I think it's gonna be a different draft. Like I said, I think there's a lot of teams that need a lot of things. So I think there's gonna be a lot of trading that goes on in this one. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to it, to Me see too. what teams do, some uh, there's some there's some depth to some some teams and uh, it just builds. I, I I like the building process of teams, as much as I love to see my team win. I I actually think I I think I talked about this another time is I like I'm almost ready for the Warriors to rebuild. I just like that really? I like that process of like drafting guys and seeing them. Seeing them grow and what they can become. And Are so, you ready for the Giants to rebuild? Yeah, I've been ready for that. Since, <laughs> I've been ready since, since, since the last, 2015. Since, 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 since 2016. Since after last, 16. Yeah. Last, when they lost to the when they lost to the Cubs in 16, I was like, all right, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Kill, I, love, kill. I love winning, but uh, at some point, I just like to see. And it's awesome. just fresh, you know. You just get you know, yeah, just, new faces yeah. And, and all that stuff. But it's it's always cool to see guys, and, and which fans do honestly like. Like it's. They don't think it's a bad thing all the time. Like obviously, some of them are like, "I hate losing," but yeah, because some teams go. I mean, building for forty years, like the yeah. Games. When the White Sox yeah. started their rebuild, the fans were pumped. They were like, "Yeah, all right, here we go." But yeah. the White Sox are, you know, they're the White Sox. Yeah, haven't been relevant in a while. But. 
So yeah, anyway, so yeah, I'm, I'm basically done with that topic. Um, are you guys fans of old college teammates being teammates again in professional sports? Because I love yeah. seeing guys like Jarvis and OBJ. I would oh, love yeah. to see Luck and Sherman. Oh, they were high school teammates? Pretty sure. Jarvis and OBJ? Pretty sure they yeah. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a whole different dynamic. Pretty sure it goes They made it to ways. college together and football together? That's 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 crazy. Well, that was what was crazy about when Clay was going to get traded for Kevin Love. Those guys were former teammates. teammates of when they were back in AAU. And Clay, oh, yeah, yeah, in AAU, yeah. I know Westbrook and Kevin Love were. Like, I always wanted Westbrook and Kevin Love to team up just because I love so them be, at UCLA. It'd be cool to see. Maybe Kevin Love goes to Golden State next year. I think his contract's up. No, he signed he the extension last year. Yeah, he, right. they gave him like 120 million well, that been cool to, to, to sit out half the season and get drunk the night before a game in LA and <laughs> say that you're drunk and then sit out because your wrist hurts. Um, that actually happened, by the way. But I like Kevin Love. Shout out to Kevin Love. Uh, yeah, like, and, and listening to this, we like you. Shout us out. No, no, I really, I really do like Kevin Love. I, I think his stance on mental health and all that. We're oh talking yeah, about, we talked so about it so much in the last two podcasts. Yeah. But he brought out the first. You know, he was the first one to bring out the awareness on it. Really yeah, yeah. Big, big, big props to Kevin Love for that one. Um, I'm just writing down the topic so I can get the good description for the podcast when it gets uploaded. But uh, yeah, do you guys you guys like when old teammates re, uh, yeah, reunite and whatnot? Cause it I'm makes it more fun because you can tell like when they're excited, it's real. Like they're they just you know they feed off each other. They go back more. to when they were having a lot the most fun, I think. Yep. Um, and they and it brings it out of them. So I, I I'm excited to watch the Browns because of that. Yeah. Not not just because they're and my dad Baker Mayfield. I, I'm going to stop saying that because I don't have a dad on the podcast, and it's definitely not Baker Mayfield. <laughs> He's definitely not my dad. <laughs> so, yeah. But, but shout out to my dad. I'm, I'm trying to think of who, what another duo like that is that I, that I'm probably the last one to do it. I don't know. I think we, talk, we talked about father and son stuff. We have. Uh, about LeBron and maybe his kid playing together, which is probably not going to ever happen. But. Like, D-Wade and LeBron, like, on the All-Star team, or, like, See, I, wanted to see, I love D-Wade and LeBron on the same team. I love when those I guys are on the same I wanted to see the whole Banana Boat team on. I did, too. Yeah, they I said they were going to team up before their careers all ended. Now, every one of them but LeBron's going to retire, it seems. Well, Chris Paul has a year or two left, but D-Wade's gone. Melo, he's still done. Do they can still do it. You know, just sign, sign for a week and play one more time. The, the Rich Paul effect will make sure all three of them are there and get paid next contracts. They're all going go um, to all gonna go to Golden State and play. Golden State. Oh, you got to give Enos Camp to the max. <laughs> no, you know who deserves the max is Lance. Lance has got to get the max. After that crossover where he stepped on them dudes' foot, <laughs> bro, you got to give Lance 120. Like, there's no way. He you is he's, such a baller. You think he blows into LeBron's ear on the bench? Oh, yeah. You know, it sounds like... Uh, Hey, you playing? <laughs> hey, think we'll make the playoffs next year? <laughs> hey, you think I'll be on this team next year? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, yeah, like he's only on a one-year deal. I think they bring Lance back. I hope. I love the air guitar. He's a fun guy to have around. He's been one of the bright spots in your guys' season. He really has. JaVale's I mean, biggest. no, JaVale, the Warriors took a hit when they lost JaVale. And that's crazy to say, but like they really did, even though they have DeMarcus. I think that's gonna that, that might affect him in the playoffs. But I don't want to talk about the Warriors. Talk about the Warriors so much. Um, anything else? Any last thoughts, questions, answers, ideas? I don't think it. I'm conspiracy gonna... theories. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only one that's a conspiracy theorist around here, but that's okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be the voice of that. You're the you're the crazy one around all that. We already hit on the one in sports, the Kings and Lakers one. Oh yeah, the greatest tragedy in sports. Yeah, we already did do that one. Um. Well, if you guys have made it this far, I think, wow, an hour and 15 minutes. We, we, we almost did two hours. Are you sure you don't want to drag it out like we did last time? Uh, I mean, well, we could drag it out in two hours. 
I don't want to drag certain things out sometimes. I'm dragging it out. Right leave now. some meat on the bone. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, let, I'll leave that to some uh, other time. Are we going to start doing two of these a week? Do you guys want to start doing two of these a week? I remember we discussed it, but Al wasn't around. But I mean, we could definitely, I mean, somehow get two a week. If we I, th- I think we'll have to wait till the playoffs for yeah for uh, the sports one. But I mean, I, I think you and I are going to be doing a couple a week. So we'll have to yeah. figure that out. Actually, we're already done this week. All of our week's work is done. Oh, we're not doing like five more this week? <laughs> Just every day getting in here? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got the one with Penny, uh, which if you guys are listening to this, I already dropped, but the one with Penny already and then uh, this one. But this is a lot of fun. I, I like that this is a real studio now. I like the vibe a little more. I mean, of course, with some background noise, but hopefully the mic doesn't pick yeah, it up. Like, I don't think it would do. You said vibe tings earlier. Vibe tings. It's a vibe ting. I mean, you know, she's got to recognize uh, <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna drug it out for another like three minutes. Just, <laughs> I mean, do you want to? Point? No. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for listening. If you made it this far, uh, stream and download on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Uh, you're already listening on one of those platforms anyway, so just subscribe, click, you know, download all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Oh, one more thing. If you do listen to it, give us feedback. Oh yeah, absolutely. Give absolutely. us some ideas. Give us ideas. Tell us how good or bad we're doing. Just whatever. Probably bad. If you want to hear Steve rip on Nick Foles some more, let's do it. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, we'll let Steve go for an hour on Nick Foles. Um, <laughs> if you guys made it this far, thank you for listening. We love and appreciate all you guys. Have a good day. See ya.